Welcome everyone to episode 247 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. The topic for today's episode is going to be Quantum Break, the Remedy Software's, uh, is it Remedy Software, just Remedy, uh, their Xbox One exclusive. It's also on the Windows 10 store, but we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, really the first big exclusive Microsoft has had in a little while, right? First first of this year, anyway? Uh, I believe it's the first of this year, first yeah. First of this year. Definitely the biggest of this year for them. Right. So far. Okay. Um, but we're also going to be talking, there's a few teasers that we're going to throw out there right now. Uh, the first being Dark Souls 3 for later on the episode. Uh, brief first impressions of Dark Souls 3. Um, uh, you know, we're going to have an episode on it next week, so we'll get into into the nitty gritty at that point, but we'll give our first impressions of Dark Souls 3. Eric, do you have anything you want to tease? Yep. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Um, I wanted to talk more about MLB The Show because mm-hmm. I had a little more experience with that this week. And then uh, I believe we can talk about the Battleborn beta. Okay, yeah. Which, which I, I played a, a match of. I played the closed beta, closed alpha a while ago, and I wasn't okay. allowed to talk about it. But I think you can, like, stream and stuff now. And the beta is going to be oh, open, yeah. I think, starting this weekend maybe. It is open already oh, it's open. PS4. Okay, it's open already so we can talk about it. Okay. Yeah, uh, cool. yeah. Other than that, just Dark Souls three and uh, Quantum Break. Okay, Corey, I played a handful of minutes of Enter the Gungeon. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I kind of want to play that. Yeah, me too. I have some very brief first impressions of that, and then I continued my Mass Effect one adventure. Uh huh. Got a little bit further than that, so I'll have uh, some updates for that too. Nice. Okay, Will. Uh, I just played a disgusting amount of Fire Emblem Conquest. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I played a little That's bit it. more. I played a little bit more Fire Emblem myself. Will so. can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the main topic. So the game in question for for this week is Quantum Break. Of course, the uh, Xbox One, as I said, exclusive. It's also on the Windows 10 store. Uh, Eric and Will both played it and both played about the same amount. So. Uh, it's a it's a good way to compare and contrast their both their experiences. So, um, I'll let you guys get started. Uh, we'll start with uh, uh, Will. We'll start with you a little because uh, you're kind of fresh right off of it, right? You played a little bit this afternoon. Yeah, I did. Nice. So, what are, what are, what are your thoughts so far? Because Eric talked a little bit about it last week too. Hey. Uh, so my thoughts on Quantum Break are that I should say right off the bat, I do like it quite a bit so far it's this like action adventure adventure science fictiony like third person shooter all mixed into one and the vibe that i got pretty early on is it was a little bit like infamous eric i don't know if you disagree with that or not but with like the maybe just the the powers the powers with being able to manipulate time like you can throw a time blast which remind me of like the fireball and stuff like that so that's sort of the vibe I got, but like with this, there's shoot like shooting mechanics, and they weren't in uh, Infamous. But I don't know. So far, I'm really enjoying it. There's like three sections to this game that I've noticed. There is like the main chapter that you play, and then after you finish the chapter, you do a decision making section, and then it breaks into the show, which I can see this being a little. Um, not bad pacing, but like a weird, 
a weird formula for a game. I don't know how you feel about how it's laid out, Eric, but... Well, I got some thoughts. <laughs> well, I'll, guess uh... I'll, I'll, I'll go first about how I feel about it. I get uh, pretty bored with third-person shooters for the most part. It's the constant, like, just gunplay and moving to section to section to corridor to corridor. Uh, that gets old for me pretty quickly for, like, an eight-hour game. So I do like the break with the show in the middle. It's really? paced out. It's paced out long enough for me. Like each act is probably like an hour to an hour and a half, and like by that point, I get bored of just killing enemies over and over again. So at that point is when I'm making the decision at the end of the act, and then I go into the TV show, and then I get to watch the TV show for, I don't know, it's like 20 minutes long. 25 minutes. 25 minutes long, and that's yep. enough for me to like be ready to play more of it. Okay. Well. Uh, I think the reason that you get bored is because all of the fighting is super repetitive. Oh, yeah. So anything that the the powers, the time-bending powers, adds to the game, I feel like by the third act is old hat. So, yeah. like, it doesn't matter anymore. It's not even, it's not fun. It's just like, all right, here's a big open space with things for you to hide behind and the same enemies. Uh, I guess uh, over time the enemies do evolve a little bit, but still same-ish enemies. Um, and you just use the same powers over and over with shitty gunplay. I I personally feel like the the uh, gun me- mechanics are kind of shitty. Yeah, it's just not very smooth. Like when you move the stick, it feels like it's in quicksand for a second. Yeah, but actually, the biggest issue I have with the shooting is when I pop out of cover uh, to mm-hmm. shoot somebody. I feel like that the gun, like the aiming, isn't going where it should. Exactly. It's yeah. just kind of like it pops up and like instead of being like near the enemy, it's like all the way up into the air. It's weird how that works. Yeah, I don't. The gun, the gunplay is not very good. Um, I don't like a lot of the weapons. I think they're all kind of shitty. The only one I really like is the carbine rifle. That's been my favorite weapon so far too. But then, with that said, there's not very many bullets for it. No, there's around. only twenty. Right. So that has been frustrating. So I found the fighting to be super repetitive and a lot of the areas that you fight in are like not interesting at all it's just like this big open area with like crates and boxes to hide behind set in like a warehouse or like a what is it like a research facility it's just I don't Stan- know. standard it's, it's stuff interesting which yeah. is why i kind of liked act three the most so far because it was outside yeah, you were outside, you were by the the lake and whatnot, and that was pretty... I thought that was nicer to look at than the same old, like, white interior of Monarch. And Act 3 was definitely the best that... Uh, we should say we both stopped at the same point, right at the end of Act 3, so that's where we are, we're at. Um, yeah, 3 was definitely the best act that I played, I feel like. Yep. So, and then, like you said, it goes into uh, what's called a junction, I believe. So, yep. at that point, you take over the antagonist and you make the decisions on the story from his perspective so that's kind of cool the junction is really the only part that i that i really like about this game because you have two decisions and whichever one you make uh determines uh i believe it determines which television you watch yep is my understanding of it so they actually shot uh, multiple scenes that you wouldn't even see during your first playthrough if you were to play it a couple of times which is kind of cool, or or would be cool if the TV wasn't so shitty. You didn't think it was like, it was well done? Oh, it's terrible. Okay. I. It's, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, you can go ahead. I... I guess I should say I'm not a sci-fi fan anyway, but there's not a lot of sci-fi in it. It's it's shitty, cheesy action television, but really shitty action television. Like, it's all over the place. The acting feels so forced to me. Like, I don't know. I saw one of the worst fight scenes I've ever seen in my life in the third act. Well, do you remember the one in the hospital? Yeah. How absurd was it for 20 to 30 nursing and security staff (laughs) to be standing around watching these two guys try to kill each other, one of whom is in a relationship with one of them, and she's just standing there with the most blank look on her face showing no emotion whatsoever. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Why isn't anybody doing something? Or running away. There's a security guard. Yeah, they're all standing there. There's a security guard right there. Not to mention when the one person gets killed, nothing happens. They yeah. Get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't want to say exactly what happens, but it, it was just like, I go, what is going on here? This is so bad. Like, and the 25 minutes is a long fucking time to be watching any TV period, but especially to be watching shitty, cheesy television with bad acting. Uh, I feel like I like the idea of tying a TV in with a video game. I like that idea a lot. But for me, I don't feel like it can be any more than 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, I'm kind short of, and concise, you know? I just, I don't know. I haven't played it, but I'm kind of, kind of with you on that, Eric. I, I don't play video... Like, I choose to play video games over watching TV. So for me, that like that would seem like a waste of time, even though it's part of the game. 25 minutes that's that's a long time to to watch something especially if, it, if you're not enjoying it you know right. like if it was a, just a tv show on tv you would just change a channel but you have to oh watch God, yes. to, to play the game you know it it's funny because the exact reasons why eric dislikes it so much are the same reasons why i kind of like it so you like the cheese i kind of like the cheese and like as i said i get I don't know if it's just this game in general or it's just, like, how I'm starting to feel about shooters in general, but, like, I'm just getting very bored with gunplay and the powers add a little bit to it, so it makes that a little bit more fun. But, like, when I get bored, like, this this cheesy action TV show comes on and I get to watch it and either laugh or... I do like one of the characters, um, and it's that guy who got into the fight, Eric, in the Burke. hospital. Yeah, Burke. I do like Burke. Um, but after Why? that, I, I just, I don't know. I, he's just kind of like the tough guy who is just like trying to solve stuff and just beating people up. I don't know. I guess my thought is if I felt like they were trying to go over the top cheesy, I'd be okay with it, but I don't feel like they were uh-huh. like battlefield hardline. I feel like was trying to be cheesy about cop shows. I don't mm-hmm. think that quantum break was trying to be cheesy. No, I think... it definitely, definitely wasn't. Yeah, and that bothers me because it's exactly what it is. The the issue that I think is you can kind of tell with this game that it went through, like, a ton of development issues. Yeah. Because, like, this game, like, got delayed and whatnot. And I think, didn't it come out that this game got started from scratch, essentially? Uh, I don't think that would be possible with how far they were in, but they definitely changed a lot. And didn't they change oh. the main actor as well? Maybe it was it, yeah. Maybe that was it. But they like did a bunch of new stuff. I don't know what it was. And they I, changed I think a lot. They changed a lot, and I think there was supposed to be more 
episodes to the the show, I would imagine, and that's why everything's so jam packed and all over the place. Because there's no, there is no pacing to the TV there's show. There's no direction to it at all. It's now, just everywhere. They're just trying to fit in like the entire backstory to what you're playing in the game, like what's going on behind the scenes, basically. Yeah. And I will say that I kind of find the story interesting. I will give it that. The story's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel like the TV adds something to that story because a lot of shit happens in there. Yeah. But it's just too long and shitty. Yeah. Maybe if it was good, I would be willing to do the 25 minutes. But like you said, Dan, that, that's a long time. Yeah. So, I, could, I could even see like ahead. live acted cutscenes, uh, a few, yeah. a few minutes here and there, like as part of, part of the game. Uh, that would be kind of cool, but I don't know that I would want to sit and watch a whole quote unquote show while I was playing a game, you know? Yeah, I mean, so so far, seventy five minutes of our of our time with that game has been watching bad television, right? Which I'd much rather be playing other games yeah. that we're going to talk about later. Um, and then the so Dark other... Souls three, my yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so the the only other thing that uh, that I had put in my notes that I wanted to touch on was there's collectibles, Dan. I always think of Dan when I see yeah. collectibles. Uh. The narrative collectibles just have no appeal to me okay. whatsoever. I just go over to them because I see a yellow thing, and then it tells me I collected something in the narrative, and I I just get nothing out of them. I've I've actually kind of enjoyed some of them, but I'm also more I do like getting some of those collectibles and reading about some of the different employees and whatnot and what's going on in Monarch. I I also like this game way more than you, so that is part of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just such an it's a it's an average game. I see what they were trying to go for, and I just don't think they pulled it off. Yeah. And I don't. I've seen a lot of people say how good it looks. I don't feel like it looks that great. Isn't it, it super super grainy looking? The grainy thing doesn't bother me too much. It is pretty grainy looking. Uh, I just think that it doesn't look that great. I know, like the. The characters look like they're actors, like all of them, and they did a real good job with that. But like, yeah. other than that, like, no, it doesn't look that great. Yeah, I agree with that. The characters look pretty good, but the, everything else is just so grainy, and mm-hmm. it looks weird. And I don't usually dislike grainy because I thought back to I think it was um, Dying Light, the, the Order. Oh, that was really grainy because yeah. they were going for the film look, and that game looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't. They just completely missed missed the mark on that with this game. I think. And uh, I've had some some frame rate issues, which I don't usually notice, and I, I've had those kind of issues uh, more so towards the beginning of the game. I would say I I wouldn't recommend this game at a sixty dollar price. Um, I would wait for it to go on sale personally, mm-hmm. like a thirty dollar mm. kind of game. I don't know. It seems like the type of game with having not played it uh very high production values though considering there's a how many episode tv show well if the, the i package. think there's there's five uh chapters i believe acts so that's you know five there but they shot two for each one i think i may be wrong about that so there's at least 10 scenes depending on what what uh choices you make right depending on the, your junction choices hmm and the the thing that's cool about the junction is it will give you kind of a preview yeah. of what kind of uh consequence happens because of your choice. Yeah. 
which is nice. And it's cool that you get to play as the antagonist during that, too. Yeah. I wonder how much of the whole TV, like, I wonder if this is actually the way they intended for the TV portion to go into the game. I wonder how much of that, the TV aspect, was meant to be part of Xbox's whole, you know, when they were doing their big push for TV and they were trying to produce all those shows and stuff. Yeah, could have been. You know, maybe maybe they didn't intend for it to be played immediately after you do a chapter in the game. I don't know. But, but played separately? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had the option to not watch it, because I don't think you can skip it. I don't. I, from I, what I understand, you can't either. But I could be wrong. I thought you maybe maybe that was the um, like you, they do the last episode like what happened. Maybe that's yeah, what I, thinking you can skip. Yeah, I don't think you can skip the actual episode, but uh, I wish you could because it's just so bad. Hmm. Do you get do you get story and lore out of it or no? Yeah, there's definitely story in there and stuff that uh, so is it, important it, to the story. Okay, so yeah. it does it moves the plot forward. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. It's just terrible. It's just what it's what's going on uh, behind like the scenes that's not pertaining to like your main character. Yeah. It's about it's about side characters and like what's going on. Hmm. Like that guy that Will talked about, Burke. That's pretty much the only time you see anything see from him is during the television. Yeah. So it's like if the Hallmark Channel tried to make a sci-fi show. <laughs> maybe maybe worse. <laughs> maybe worse. They have some heavy hitters though for actors, don't they? Yeah, they're they're I well, I only recognized one, but again, I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm. I recognized none of them. Well, Not the even uh Hatch, The Hobbit? I no, none of them. Huh. <laughs> Wait, who's The Hobbit? Isn't one of the Hobbits in this? Uh He's the brother, I think. Oh, Will? Yeah, I think that's him. Which Hobbit? Which? What's the actor's I name? I don't know. It's the one that was in Lost, isn't it? Oh, um, I'm thinking of something else. Dominic Monaghan? Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Pulled that name out of left field. <laughs> well Is done. he the second breakfast guy? I don't know. No, he's, um, that's Pippin. Oh. He's Mary. Gotcha. The, the smart, smarter Hobbit. It, Eric, who's who's Hatch? Hatch is uh, is it is Serene? Is that the the antagonist's name? Yeah, Serene. It's his the his right hand man there. No, 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 the actor. Oh, I don't know. I don't know his name. I just recognize him and and his voice. Okay, gotcha. He's perfect for that shitty, like weird drama show <laughs> yeah you're right he does fill that position very well oh yeah like when he hovered over the uh the doctor and said do i look threatened to you yeah i was like all right all give right, me a hatch. fucking break by uh, the way i see we made separate uh or made different uh decisions on the end of act three did we really yeah i'm appalled at you well, I was in my head trying to think of, well, what would Paul Serene do here? You think he would have gone with that one? No, but I wanted to see what Hatch, <laughs> Hatch's side of the story. Yeah, I didn't think he'd go with that one either. That's why I went the other way. The reason, I kind of wanted to see, because I, well, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. 
Okay. I got a couple questions. Uh, yeah. One of the reviews I read on it said, uh, I mean, it's kind of mixed reviews for the, for Quantum Break. Uh, mixed but generally positive. And one of the things I picked up on was uh, they said that the uh, the ending, I know you guys aren't there yet, but it has, has a more interesting and like kind of realistic take on what what time travel what consequences someone might face from from being able to time travel do you guys feel feel like that's the case thus far i mean yeah, the that's story it's all based around right yeah well we really didn't even touch on what the story no is we haven't about. <laughs> it's it takes place in a fictional city called riverport uh it's it's i think it's right outside boston i want to say but what happens is you get in the very first like ten minutes, the call, the main character Paul Serene invites your character Jack Joyce to this university that he's working at to like help him out with an experiment or whatever. When he gets there, like the experiment kind of goes wrong, and the Paul Serene from the future comes to the present time. And uh, it's really hard to explain a time travel story. <laughs> Basically, he sees the future because he comes back in time, yes. and he's in support of the time traveling thing, and the other people are not. Uh-huh. And they're they're trying. And there's this thing called the the fracture, which is when the Paul Serene came back because then that set the how time travel like start like everything started going wonky. Like that's like when it started going wrong. Time fractured. Yeah, time fractured. And now there's yeah. stutters that happen. And it's fucking everybody's life up. I gotta be honest with you guys. That was There's... in a Futurama episode. What, Corey? Covered that. There's <laughs> nothing that interests me about this game. Well, yeah, yeah it's, you... it's not good. You would hate this game, Corey. Oh, Corey, you'd hate it. Other I than... almost want you to play it just to see, <laughs> so we can just shit on it. Other than the novelty of that, like, what they did. You know, at least they tried something. Kind of. Yeah, I can, I can appreciate that, for sure. Yeah. But just you guys talking about the story is making my head hurt. <laughs> I did want to go over the powers really quick because that's a big part of the game and the combat. Um, so there's time vision, which is like a, it's almost like Far Cry where you can spot enemies, except it doesn't stay. So as soon as you move, your time vision stops. So it spots enemies and like collectibles and things that will explode um, in the environment. There's time stop, which is exactly what it sounds like. You shoot like a ball of time energy at the enemy and they freeze and you shoot that ball of energy and when it's done when the timer goes up it explodes and all the bullets that you put into it hit the enemy so there's that one (laughs) time time dodge which is a dodge time dodge is kind of cool though because uh, it slows time so when you run the time is slowed and when you go up to somebody uh, you hit B and it'll do like a melee attack on him and take him out, and it's a quick way to get rid of an enemy if you're in like a bind. Um, t- time shield is a time shield, so it puts up a time barrier around you. Uh... Who came <laughs> up with these names? Yeah, they're they're brutal, aren't they? That's that's all I want to say. About Painfully yeah, Corey's creative. Right. Corey's right. I'm done. <laughs> time blast. Uh, Did you do that one? No. Hold on a minute. That honestly might be one. I think it is. No, it is. Ti- it is called Time Blast. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a blast of time right in their face. Yeah. Does it age them real quick so that they die? Oh immediately? man, to death, Dan. 
Really? <laughs> ages them to death. It's like that... the the wrinklers, Dan. It doesn't yeah. actually age them, Dan. It just explodes a bunch of time at them. Oh. <laughs> Potent time. <laughs> Deadly. It's a heavy-handed time ball you just tossed his way. That's interesting. And, as much fun as I am having with this game, the more you bring it to talk about it, Eric, the more it is kind of hysterically bad at times. <laughs> and you know what's not helping it at all for me? Is the games I'm playing at the same time with it are so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. The timing is All really important. Them. Yeah, the timing is really important for that sort of stuff. So it's been a struggle for me to go back and, and even get through the third act. It really has been a struggle. Do you think you're done? I can sit here and tell you I'm not, but I'm probably full of shit. I think I'm going to try and finish it on the, like, just sit down and play the last two I, and be done. I would like to, just because I know I'm close. Mm-hmm. But... And I do enjoy the story enough to want to see, like, what happens. And I do like uh, what Remedy does with stories, because I liked Alan Wake a lot, too. See, I did not, and I mm-hmm. thought that. I did not like Alan Wake. Um, I don't know what else they've made, but I was not a fan of Alan Wake. And I do like the story in this, so I will give it that I kind of enjoy the story, and I like the junctions. Other than that, after the initial uh, uh, awe of your time powers wears off, yeah, that's that's it. That's now, as far you, as I go. Do you like Alan Wake or Quantum Break more? Mm. Probably Alan Wake. Ooh, that says a lot. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I like them equally. Plus, at the end of Alan Wake, I had no fucking idea what happened. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrible ending. Yeah, well, I don't. I literally had no idea. Yeah. Because my friend Jeff is a huge fan of that game. It wasn't a bad ending. It was bad. It was a terrible I, ending. I, I Until they redid it. What happened? They didn't redo it. Yeah, the American Nightmare DLC. Oh, that was, was that like a redo? That, that was just in, like. Wasn't that the ending? In, no, it was in tandem with what happened was, with the game. That was standalone DLC. I thought yeah. they had. I thought they put out DLC with the that made the ending a little bit more. No, that's Mass better Effect. or worse that than Mass, Mass Effect, Effect Three. Digestible. Yeah. It was. It was one of those endings that you had to think about a little bit. I tried. <laughs> I think I looked it up eventually. I, I definitely looked it up. I looked up an explanation, and I still said, "What the fuck." <laughs> I said that's that's the best they had for that. <laughs> now I want to see. I can't remember what the ending was for that game. I'm curious now. It was shitty, is what it was. Okay. Get it together, Remedy. Huh. I, have I not... know a lot of people love Alan Wake, though. Yeah, it's just not for me. I enjoyed it, uh, except for every time I had to run through the forest. Oh, every time. God, Corey, I couldn't couldn't be more on board with you. That was brutal. Yeah. Well, Corey. In Quantum Break, you get to run through warehouses. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of shitty platforming in those warehouses. I didn't even mention the shitty platforming. <laughs> you should not have platforming if your game is terrible at controlling jumps. Yeah. I agree uh. with that. <laughs> I will say, for Alan Wake's sake, back to that for a second, it did have one of the cooler, cooler scenes in a video game. At Which the one? rock stage? Yeah, oh, that yeah. was pretty cool. That was in the, awesome. the cornfield or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was awesome. I'll give it that. 
That shows you how great Quantum Break is. We ended up talking about an old Remedy game. <laughs> Alan Wake, nonetheless. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that this also came out in the Windows 10 store. Uh, and the PC version, from what I gather, is quite the mess. So stay away from it at all costs. Uh, I wouldn't recommend you buy if you you know are interested in any of the Microsoft Windows 10 exclusives. I would recommend not buying any of them. Uh, as much as I want to play the Gears uh, remake, remaster, Gears 1, I'm not going to buy it because it's on the, the Windows 10 store. Um, <clears throat> because a lot of the issues with the PC port could have been fixed already by users. Um, but because of their their DRM that they use for the universal Windows platform, uh, you can't you can't tinker with any INI settings. You can't do anything with it. So uh, people weren't able to fix the issues. So you have to wait until an official patch, which who knows when that's going to happen. So uh, stay away from the PC version by all means. Right on. Yeah. Apparently, even the best graphics cards are only able to maintain like fifty frames per second. Wow. So, which is not good if you're used to playing on 60 or if you're used to playing on, you know, unlocked or whatever, if you have really good graphics cards. So stay away. I guess, Dan, in uh, wrapping up, I, uh-huh. I don't, I struggle with this as a recommend because I know that there are people that will like this game. Yeah, it, it well, reviewed relatively well. So. Yeah, I just, I, I can't personally recommend it. Yeah. The best word that I can use to describe this game is fractured fractured <laughs> yes Ooh. very poignant thank you thank you game of the year though oh absolutely it's right there with clash royale <laughs> <laughs> i like it okay that's it dan all right will do you have any any uh, any last thoughts Quantum uh break? not really eric covered it pretty well i just the the bad parts of the game are endearing enough to me that I like it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We also like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, Life is Strange had a lot of time travel. I'm really into time travel stories. Oh, I too. meant more like the the crappy TV aspect. You oh, do like... love some shitty TV, Will. <laughs> you guys want to tell me Friday Night Lights in the office? Or no, 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 I just mean no, like, no, no. the uh, Pretty Little Liars and the yeah. American Horror Story, like the camp. American, American Horror Story isn't bad. I can't speak to that. Season, I've never seen season it. five is bad. The most recent season was pretty bad. Season three was bad, but the witches gonna, was bad. If you tell me season two of American Horror Story is bad, I didn't see season fire. two, but I liked the Freaks one. Yeah, that was good. But it, there's also an element of bad TV to those TV series for sure. Che- I mean, cheesy it's, horror. It's, but. Yeah, it's TV horror. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. I don't. That's, I mean, that's American, other can of American Horror Story isn't trying to change the whole horror. No, that's what I'm saying. It's campy a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I would agree so with you. Like that kind of stuff. That's all I'm saying. It's not a personal at- attack, Will. You can attack my Pretty Little Liars watching. And we will. That show is am- actually. I even gave up on that show. So that says something. Threw in the towel. Yeah. Okay. So wait for a sale on Quantum Break, huh? Yeah, yeah, or, for sure. Or, or skip it. skip over it. Skip it completely. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those games where it'd be interesting to read, like, a synopsis of what happened to the story, um, but yeah. not necessarily play the game, because it, it sounds mostly uninteresting. Um, no, the gameplay is very uninteresting. Yeah, which, 
video games kind of rely on gameplay, you know? Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I feel uh, like I'm going to we're going to I'm going to catch some uh flack on this one. That's right. From a couple of listeners, but that's okay. Yeah, that happens. We don't all agree. Uh, yeah, and uh you know, every game is not for every person. That would be horrible. Yep. You know? That'd be a world I would not want to live in. Cuz then we would only have things like uh Candy Crush Saga. And Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. What game is for everyone? There's no such thing. Uh, Hold on a minute. That's a a question of the month. Uh, Rocket League. Yeah. That's pretty close. That's pretty close to, like, Universal. I would not want to meet the person that absolutely hated Rocket League, you know? No, that person's no friend of mine. (laughs) Game sucks. It's right there with Dark Souls 3, just in the shit pile. Say Mario Kart's steamy turd. Close to a game yeah. for everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of the Mario's really. Yeah. Donkey Kong, those kind of games. All right, let's get into Rock nibble Band. bits. Sorry, that's fine. Nibble bits. Nibble bits. Uh, Will, start with you. What do you got for nibble bits? All right. Um, my very first one is a fan-made Diablo two project is being made entirely in StarCraft two. Did any of you guys see any of this? No, I missed that. So they named this project The Curse of Tristram, and it's going to be the old game just remade with a mod in the StarCraft II engine. Because a lot of the Blizzard mods and stuff are coming from StarCraft II because they have their own like development tools in there. If you watch some of the videos, they did they nailed the art style for it. It's just like an up Diablo II all the gameplay like remains the same and stuff and it's really cool and i'm looking to play diablo 2 again because for whatever reason it doesn't work on my my computer anymore so i'm gonna be watching this the only problem is it's an alpha now so it's a ways away on top of battle or not battle that uh blizzard is probably gonna put the kibosh on it eventually yeah because they seem to do that a lot yeah they just put the kibosh on uh that vanilla private Warcraft uh, World of Warcraft server. Yep. They just shut that down. Oh, that, that that's ago. why they think uh, Lizard Squad got into them today. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, next. Corey. Yes. Fallout <laughs> 4 Wasteland Workshop is out today. Oh. <laughs> Your favorite part of uh, Fallout 4. Collecting, collecting shit. Actually, it was my favorite part. I should probably get that. This is one of my favorite parts. Well, not so much the collecting, but using that shit to make neat things. Yeah. I don't know. I read. A, I was reading the Kotaku review or write up about it, and they said that even at the ten dollars, it doesn't feel worth it. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. Five five dollars. Well, five dollars. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what it adds. Do you know? Items. Just items. I'm pretty sure items and things to. Put in your settlement, I think. I don't know. Dang. Cool Fallout. Moving on. It was a good game. Yeah. Quantum Break is the best-selling new Microsoft Studios IP of this generation. Yeah, that's because think... all the other ones are <laughs> older than dirt. I was just going to say, I don't think anyone's surprised because this is, I think, the first IP... Oh, it's the best-selling new IP oh, of, of, this, of this generation. Of this... <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Oh my god! 
They could have written that headline before it was even released. Yeah, because as they haven't because put out any IPs yet. The marketing. Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, that's right. Which was ten times the game that Quantum Break ever was. Rise. Yeah. I liked Rise way more than Quantum Break. I enjoyed Rise. I mean, I would say Sunset mar- Overdrive is my favorite. I guess followed by Quantum Break, but it's, I haven't played Rise. It's so. marketing. That's what it is. That's the only reason it's yeah. the best-selling one. I mean, to be fair, Quantum Break was one of the games I was most looking forward to this year. Right. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it, too. That said, well, it's up for a thummy this year. <laughs> biggest Uh-oh. biggest disappointment? I will have to see, Dan. We'll it's either see. that or Game of the Year. We'll have to see at the end of the year. <laughs> Steamy turd. I would imagine Gears will break that record, though, right? That's no, not it's not a new, new IP. IP. No, yeah. Oh, that, oh, I missed that part of it. Because, like you said, that one could have been written ahead of time because it's the only one, like... Yeah, like, you never really heard about Sunset or no. Rise on Gangbusters. I had no idea what Sunset Overdrive was even about until I watched Eric play on his Extra Life stream. I had no, All no idea. Hours. Yeah, super hot. Which, by the way, it's free starting tomorrow on Xbox Live. Please go get that if you have not played it. Definitely yeah. worth it. Oh, it is the best. It's in my opinion, it is the best exclusive on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Until and Cuphead comes out. Cuphead. When is I was thinking about that today. We haven't heard shit about that game. I actually saw something about it on Destructoid. Yeah, there was something oh, like ahead. a couple days ago. I think you're right. I think it was Destructoid talking about how awesome the all the art and animation is are. Nice. Yeah, I think it's supposed to come out later this year, though. Yeah, it's scheduled for 2016, but, but yep. who knows? All right. That's all the nibble, nibble bits for me, Dan. Okay. Uh, I've only got one nibble bit. It is that Codemasters, if you're familiar with Codemasters, they did the the Dirt games, uh, among a few others. They uh, apparently uh, snatched up the Drive Club developers. Uh, snatched up the, was Evolution Studios? Yeah. Yes. Um, so they, they were they, let go by Sony. Yep, they were let go by Sony, and that studio was shuttered. So uh, Codemasters, on their success of the Formula One game and Dirt Rally, uh, were able to take those people and add them to their to their team. So, and open, I think they opened a new Codemaster studio in the actual like even office building um, that Evolution was at. So that's good. I, I don't like to hear when people lose their jobs, and I think Drive Club, uh, from what I gather, is a good game. Um, yes, it's just it, is. it was uh, kind of the whole thing was mismanaged. And, uh, you know, that's the, I think that's the reason more so than uh, the actual quality of Drive Club. Like, if it came out now, how it is, mm-hmm. it'd be great. I think it'd get great reviews. Yeah, but, it you know, it, it had a rocky launch. It was supposed to be a launch title. It got pushed back. When it came out, it didn't work for a long time, right? And But, I mean, yeah, now it's... servers were down. Yep, now it's solid, so... Mismanaged. Yeah. Isn't that the uh, <laughs> defining... Of this console generation? Yes. It's funny. We you know, with their bad marketing. Even after everything, Nintendo is the only one that like seemed to be confident in what they were doing and stuck to their guns. Yeah, but to to a fault. To a fault. No. no, they stuck but, with their guns to a fault. Right. I would argue they didn't take they didn't take part in this generation. They were yeah, they were kind of the in between, and they're going to probably be again the in between. Yeah. Yeah. All the rumors that we're hearing are true. 
there'll what be a bunch uh, of jackasses. What was it? Yeah, the Wii U is considered Generation Seven Point Five, so the the NX will be Eight Point Five, I guess. How dare you? Or is the NX going to be Generation Eight? Let's get him on the same generations. Who knows? You know. I don't know, but I'll be buying one day one. Oh yeah. Me too. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, that was all I had for Nibble Bits. So, Corey, why don't you go ahead? Just a couple stats for you guys. Stardew Valley has sold more than a million copies. I know we talked about it last week. Uh, the last number we had was about 500,000, but uh, it's up over a million now. Nice. Good for two, him. Two months after release. It's awesome. Yeah. How much was that game? Ten, fifteen dollars 15 bucks. 15. 15. Multiply that by a million. That's a lot of dough. Bad. Pretty good payday for four, three years of work. And I put over 80 hours, or about 80 hours into it. Yeah. For 15 bucks. Yeah. I, I've got 70-something, I think. Yeah. Mm, although, it's your $15. I didn't. Oh, yeah, you played my, <laughs> did you play my copy? Did I? Or did I play Will's? Oh, no, I ended up buying it myself. You bought it, yeah, you You're bought right. it. Yeah. I was, I Thanks. played, I played yours, and I liked it so much, I was like, yeah. All right. I think I'm the only one that didn't buy it. Yeah, your character is on my. Somehow got on uh, is on my thing, so you must be playing my copy. Jeb Darpino. Jeb Darpino was uh, was on my character list. <laughs> How does nice. that happen? I don't know. I was confused because I don't think it. It don't. Oh no, it uses Steam Cloud. I wonder if that's must have been some why, sort because, of mix up there because Eric's using quote unquote using my copy of Stardew Valley. Well, no, because I play a lot of your games and my saves don't no, I know, show up. But there's your... that must be like like you said, like a mix up or something. Oh yeah, some some sort of programming quirk. Yeah. Uh, also, a successful piece of software, Mitomo has four million active monthly users, and it brings in about forty thousand dollars a day. Huh. Wait, hasn't this game only been out for like a month? Yeah, they based that on the. Uh, I forget there was the daily number was like one million or something like that. Well, let's use the, the term "game" pretty loosely there. There's not much game. Yeah, there. that social networking. Yes, that's yeah. but even forty thousand dollars a day is pretty low by uh, app free to play app standards. Mm. Um, some bring in. I know at the height of some of those games, they were bringing in over a million a day. Oof. Can you imagine? No. That's no. why they overexpanded. They thought, hey, we can hire a bunch of people, and and then once their game is not yeah. the top game in the App Store anymore and people have moved on to the next thing, yep. then they have to lay everybody off. Clash Royale. Clash yeah, Royale. that's the big hitter right now. Is it? I, I almost deleted it. Oh, yeah. Next week. <laughs> Next yeah. week you'll have it have it deleted. Probably. I'm at my wit's end with that thing. Speaking of Clash Royale, Final Fantasy IX is now available for PC. I bought it. You did? Yep. Is that why it said play it now? Probably. On my screen when it popped up in the Steam ad? Probably. Oh, when nice. did you check? Because I just bought it like maybe an hour and a half ago. No, it was earlier than that. Oh. Uh, it is $16.97 on Steam for a sale, uh, first week of release sale, but Green Man Gaming has it for $13.44. I'll What's get the it. consensus on that one, boys? I'm going to get it. 
Yeah. But I'm, I'm... No, no, like your thoughts on the actual game. It's good. Oh, I, I liked it, yeah. I liked it a good lot. One. It's, uh, I put it between... It's probably after 7. Yeah. It's probably my fourth favorite Final Fantasy. That's fair. Your first is 6. 6. Tactics. Tactics. 7. Oh, 7. Okay. 9. 9. Okay. Uh, 2. 5. I really liked 5. Yeah, we don't need to do this right now. Um, <laughs> and that's Four all out. I had. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna buy that on a sale at some point. Uh, when I'm actually like gonna play it, I'll I'll buy it. But or when it's five bucks during the Steam Summer Sale. I've, uh, from what I understand, the mobile version is really good. It plays really well. No. <laughs> uh, the 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 whole virtual control virtual buttons on the screen, I just hate it. Like it may it may play well. Yeah. But, but like Final Fantasy VI, I just couldn't do. Yeah. The virtual. Touchscreen controls, awful. If it has con- if it has like controller support, I'll play it. I'll you know I would I would buy the mobile version and play it on my shield with with my shield controller. It might. I don't know. That would be fine. Oh, one more thing. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw. I tweeted our big news tweet. That was satire. <laughs> yep. Directed at the Bandai Namco UK Twitter feed that teased that they had big news. Uh, was it Thursday of last week? And that they'd tell everybody what the big news was on Friday. And everybody was speculating, oh, are they going to put Dark Souls out early? Or, like, they're going to announce the DLC plans or, you know, something worthwhile. A lot of it was remastering the first Dark Souls for the (laughs) current gen, which would have been great. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. By the way. I mean, I was really hoping for a surprise early release. Uh, But what we got was a line of shitty merchandise. So, thanks. Bandai Namco. Really yeah. ugly stuff, too. Oh, really hideous. Yep. It's, it's like they, they got the tap-out brand manager to design the <laughs> design the uh, um, that that merchandise. It's bad. It, it had that feel to it. Tap-out. It's for the, it's tap for the bro Dark Souls fan. Oh, my God. It's, I <laughs> wouldn't of, even... Of which there are none. No. Yeah, so. exactly. Good point. Uh, it's it's really bad, and for them to hype it like like that's just a major mistake, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. It's tweet it's a tweet big it, news, especially with how passionate that fan base is. Oh yeah. yeah. You can't sell them big news being, oh, check out this dumb shirt and hat. Yeah, especially when people are already kind of upset with the way the game kind of yeah. sort of came out early in the U.S., yeah. yep. even though it didn't, and Japan getting it earlier and. People were already kind of worked yeah. up over that, and then to tweet like we have big news, buy some of our shitty merch. No, <laughs> come on. Agreed. Uh, lucky for them, the game's fucking awesome. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later. Yes, we will. Yeah, get there. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that Is it, that Corey? It for you, Corey? That's it. Eric, let's see what you got. I don't have nibble bits as much as just some things. I couldn't really find anything I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, But I thought that this was uh, a good time to discuss this. The annual NHL uh, video game uh, Stanley Cup winner prediction is out. And they've got the Caps winning in seven over the Sharks. Mm -hmm. Mm. What do you think? No way the Caps win. No way the Sharks win. They choke every single year. 
They do. Although they have they. a different coach now, so maybe that'll. But Dan, law of averages. Yeah, they're gonna get there go, at some point. Go cats. Cats. Panthers. Oh, Panthers. Was that who your uh, your money's on? You who you're rooting for? Uh, I mean, I was gonna talk playoff hockey in my week if you wanted me. Okay, to we'll do wait. that later. You're no, not. You sure? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we'll talk it during the weeks. So the only other thing I wanted to just mention, I, I tweeted out the link to um, IGN's 21 minutes of a new No Man's Sky gameplay. It was part of their IGN First thing that they do every month. Um, highly recommend giving that a good watch. Uh, it goes a little more in depth as to what you do in the game and some different things that they're showing off that hadn't been shown before. Got me real bonered up, Dan. Me I don't too. know about you. I, 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 as I was watching the video, I was like, it's, it's like Sean Murray invaded my, my brain, picked <laughs> out what I would want in a video game and built it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks great. Uh, I can't wait for it. And now, the, now I'm as excited as I used to be. Yeah. Same here. All the, all the new stuff he was showing like that you could do. I'm just like, Oh my God, I cannot wait for this. Yeah. And like, Corey, did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. No, uh, I'd really like your thoughts. Me too. Cause Corey's going to shit in our Cheerios again. He is. He's gonna. You're right. I'll I don't want your thoughts. about it I don't like. I'll let you know. He, yeah. I know what he's going to say. What? I, I know what he's going to say. He's going to say, I still don't know what I'm going to do in that game. <laughs> that's what he's going to say. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I just don't know how long that's going to be fun for. Gotcha. Yeah, fair enough. Did you watch it, Will? Uh, no. I'm kind of doing the see nothing and be completely surprised when I play it. Yeah, so I get that. But for this game, because there's so little of a chance you're actually ever going to see what they show. Yeah. The same things. I, I was like, hey, I'll watch it. Yeah. And it was nice to see like a completely different kind of planet. Like some of the other planets and he, and he explained about like why he showed what he showed, you know, when he mm-hmm. showed it at the big events and stuff, he's like, you know, people want to see the, the big dinosaurs and stuff. So this one was a little more, it was slowed down. It was him walking around a ice planet. Will, which I know you'd be interested in. Ice planet? Uh, ice planet. Oh yeah, yeah baby. <gasps> Different and, uh, temperatures. Yeah, there's survival there's survival aspects to it. Um, you know, the he showed off some of the, the trading and crafting and uh species relations stuff. It was all really well done. Very excited again. Yeah. I'm glad you reminded uh, then, me to watch it. Because I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I was really uh looking forward to some thoughts there. But that's it, Dan. Okay. All right, how was your week, Eric? Uh, pretty good. I don't have too awful much to talk about. Uh, one cool thing that's going on right now, I'm, I'm uh, traveling to Richmond, Virginia every day, which is about an hour and 15 minutes from uh, Charlottesville. Uh, so my bosses were nice enough to allow me to do four 10-hour days. So now I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Nice. Which gives me an extra day of gaming. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, like, tomorrow... I, I'm gonna play Dark Souls. Alex texted me. We're gonna we're gonna beat an act of Diablo. Uh-huh. We're gonna play Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Will, if you're interested. What time? Uh, I don't know. We'll figure that. I'll text you. I'll but, be home uh, at like two, I think. Oh, perfect. Yeah, he gets done at like twelve. All right. Yeah, sounds good to me. Sweet. So yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm really excited about that. Um, Do you get two well, lunches? Here's the thing. <laughs> There's not a lot of supervision. Eh where i am right now but you know i'm not i'm not really the type anymore maybe in my younger days i would have taken advantage of that but not anymore really yeah um 
but I get an hour lunch anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't really need any more than that. Yeah. So the shitty thing though, uh, being that our store is not done, it's very hard to bring your own lunch. So we've been going out to eat for lunch every day. <laughs> you want to hear where I've been? As yes. I put on twenty pounds. Sure. Uh, five guys. Oh man. <laughs> Wendy's. Yeah. Chipotle. And Subway. Oh, so you hit all the good spots. Hit them all, and we'll probably hit them again next week. <laughs> nice. So, uh, nice. yeah, that's been cool. Uh, former intern Tyler and Jeff came to visit me this past week. Uh, they were down Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we hit a couple of breweries. Um, no, do we? Yeah, we just went to one brewery. Went to a really cool restaurant. It's uh, an Italian place. They do, like, the wood fire grill pizza. But it was it's cool the thing that's different about it, I've never been to a restaurant like this. It's you you order say so like I ordered a, a bread and oil for an appetizer, bread and olive oil. I ordered a little salami platter, and I ordered a pizza. But she's like, all right, whatever you order, it just comes out whenever it's ready. We don't, you know, yeah, we don't give you an appetizer, a, a main course, and a dessert. It just comes out whenever. And she's also like, we also don't cut your pizzas. We give you scissors and you cut them yourself. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. It was some of the best food I have ever had. Nice. That's awesome. Like, it was amazing. So good. Um, what else did we do? We played a shit ton of Rocket League, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I did want to bring this up because I have, I have mentioned this. And Tito uh, in L.A. has mentioned this. My friend Jeff, who only has an Xbox One, I wanted him to try Rocket League on PS4 to see if he noticed a difference in, in the gameplay. He confirmed today, after going back home and trying on Xbox, that there is definitely a difference. Uh-huh. And uh, very noticeable. So, In what I way? Guess, it just feels like it's in quicksand or something. It's just not as responsive. Yeah, it's and, not on Xbox? Yeah, and, and the game quality, it varies uh, pretty heavily. Like, one game will run fine. And then the next one will be super choppy as far as frame rate huh. and, and just like overall clunkiness. I don't know. It just doesn't feel good. And it makes it very hard to get in a rhythm, which yeah. I'm sure yeah. you guys understand that. Um, what else did we do? Oh, well, I'll talk about this later. But we played MLB The Show, and I do want to definitely talk about that later on. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, as far as – oh, uh, my wife has a couple of job interviews, so that was exciting news. Uh, the only shitty thing is the hospital is an hour from here. It's in Richmond, actually. So, uh-huh. uh, but job prospects nonetheless, and it's actually a really nice drive, especially because the weather is usually good. Yeah, you just turn on the music and roll the windows down, and it's, it's uh, just it's a highway drive. cruising. Yeah, it's all highway. You know, so that that's good stuff there. No bad rush hour traffic or anything. None. That's good. None. That's all in Northern Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Near DC. Some of the people that I'm working with right now were telling me they, they moved down from Northern Virginia. They'd have what should have been like a 15-minute ride home, and at times it would take them two hours. Ugh. Oh, my God. That's there. Yeah, I know. You you can relate, Corey, but that, that I can't even imagine. It's uh, one thing if you're moving for two hours, but if you're just stuck for two hours, oh, it's miserable. That's, that's a good time to have a 3DS or a Vita. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think that was it for me, Dan. Sounds good. Corey, what do you got? Not much. I, I was racking my brain before we started recording, uh, thinking of all the interesting things I did this past week, and it turns out there weren't really any. Uh, however, I finally did my taxes yesterday, which was kind of nice. 
and uh, I found out I made one third of the amount of money this year that I made, or this tax year that I did prior tax year, but my refund was exactly the same. <laughs> funny how that works, isn't it? Isn't that funny? Corey, <laughs> let me let me ask you: Are you a are you two thirds happier? Um, I would say one third happier. One third happier. Okay. Two thirds is a little generous. It's a stretch because then you would be a hundred percent happy, right? And yeah. that's hard to attain. <laughs> it's very that hard, is to, hard attain. to attain. You know what I what I what I lost in uh, the the happiness that income brings, or or should I say, misery that income shoes away. I think is a better way to phrase it. I make up for in you know, yeah, free time. It? Yeah, cultural happiness. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I just thought that that was funny. It's uh, it's America for you, but America. Hey. America. But other than that, I don't know. I worked over the weekend. I just been coming home from work and playing Dark Souls until uh, about bedtime. Uh-huh. So that's what I've been doing. Okay. Nice. Will, how's your week? Good. I actually have a few things to talk about. Uh, hockey will be last. The first thing and the smallest thing is my phone's definitely on its way out. Today I plugged in headphones to listen to music and the headphone jack doesn't work. So I had to buy Bluetooth headphones, which is going to compound my battery problem because my battery only lasts about two hours now. So with the Bluetooth in, it's going to definitely drain the battery more. And I have a charging case, but it only works now 30 to 40% of the time. Uh, And even when I plug a charger in, sometimes it just doesn't register. Did you get some of those overpriced Bluetooth Beats headphones? No, I got one that was like on that was like sixty bucks on sale for twenty or something like that. Nice. Uh, it's just like in ear headphones. Yeah. I just like when I'm at the gym and whatnot, and when I'm walking to class, I just I really need I need something to like kind of stimulate me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I do, especially if I'm like at the gym because I can't not have music because it's just miserable. Because then I have to talk to people. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like my iPhone 3GS and 4 never had issues. They were just slow. And like my iPhone 5, 5S, and 6 all are, like broke down. And it kind of like before you'd pay that price for Apple products that were like you knew they weren't going to break and whatnot. But now like they're not as well made. Mm. I don't know, Corey. I know you have. Obviously, you drop your phone and paint and whatnot, but I know you have. <laughs> Issues with your iPhones. Corey's phones have a tougher life than yours, Will. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I got this newest one, and uh, I got a life-proof case for it, and uh, I actually have dropped it in a toilet since. God damn uh, it. But the life-proof, life-proof worked fine. No issues. No water got in there. It was wow. at the bachelor party, Dan. Oh. In the... in the At the bar. Oh. Yep. That toilet was disgusting, too. Sure was. <laughs> Ask me how many times I wiped it off after I took it out of the toilet. None. None. <laughs> you picked yeah. it up, you drained it into your mouth, and then you like w- went on your day. Yeah. Came back so, out and started the dinking. Yeah, other than that, Will, no no issues with the I- the new iPhone. See, it, good. it aggravates me because I was complaining about it, and I got the, maybe you should take better care of your phone. I'm like, well, I do take care of my phone. I have it in the case all the time, like... I don't throw it around, and I've just been having so many issues, and it's frustrating because why should I be paying this extra money for the Apple brand product if the quality of it isn't as great? Yeah. 
Yeah, they definitely have to innovate with this phone this year for sure. And I'm waiting for the 7, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to last. Get the new Samsung phone. iMessage changes everything for me. I know. It's, I don't know if we've had that conversation on this podcast before, but when you no. get the, the text message from somebody and it's green. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it throws like, you off, doesn't it? I hate it. It's like, you're not part of the club. I yeah. want to text them and be like, will you get your shit together? <laughs> I don't I don't. How trust dare you guys? Person. Sorry, Dan. I don't care. Anyone but you, Dan. No, it's fine. Well, we talked through kicks, yeah, we, so that's different. We should switch to WhatsApp, by the way. All right. <laughs> Am I downloading WhatsApp right now? It's uh, very secure. Kick okay. is like the least secure messaging app. Yeah, anytime I tell somebody that I use Kick, they're like, why? <laughs> I, go, I, don't, I don't know. Should I be using something else? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, you I'm know not what? sending nudes. Uh, yeah. That's true. We're not doing anything bad. But You know why? It's because yeah, when, yeah. when I didn't have a phone phone, when I was just using my tablet, I couldn't use my Google Voice and get uh, group messages. So oh, that's right. with the podcast, that we needed a app, and Will Will's the one that suggested Kick. For whatever reason, so I don't know why I suggested it's Will's it. fault. Great job, Will. Well, I downloaded WhatsApp right now, so WhatsApp um, is owned by Facebook, though. Do I have to sign oh, in through whatever. Facebook because I don't have one? I don't think you do. Okay, that's good then. Then their targeted um, advertising isn't going to do any good, unless well, if they get your email address. Then they can still mail you ads, which, which they is probably annoying. have it. No one Facebook, but that—that's I'm a little frustrated with my uh, my phone situation right now. I want to be able to last till September October, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. Next on my list is I had a good moment in uh, my biology lab today. You know the really smart kids in your class who know a lot and put a lot of effort into their work and whatnot. Mm-hmm. talk about it mm. i'm not that kid so today we got our biology research papers back and everybody was getting them back and then they were getting like 95s 96s 94s and talking about it and of course me being me i don't do my school work or pace myself very well i do it at the very last moment oh god yeah yeah just just because I don't want to be happy when I'm doing schoolwork, I got to make myself miserable. Mm-hmm. I get it back, and I got a 98. Ooh, nice! And I wanted to like stand up, drop, him, and be like, "I'm the dumbest kid here." <laughs> <laughs> and I got better grades than all of you. You know what? Well, those people in your class—they're all blowhards. Yeah, you're right. They oh, definitely God, are. You got to be quietly confident. That's the way to mm-hmm. be. It just felt really good because I just threw this together. <clears throat> finished at like two in the morning what does that say about your teacher i have been told i do my best work when i'm against the time limit i was always that way too uh, i always waited till the very last minute to do anything and uh if i yep. if i start it too early i'm like oh, i don't have i don't have to try that hard on this because i've got a time. month to work on yeah. it better under pressure yeah and then, you know then i do a lot better the first time around i don't have to correct it a million times well yeah it's not it's, it might not be quality of work but it's definitely efficiency of work sure you know when i uh it was like two weeks ago i had to do 12 journal entries uh essay and a 60 word vocabulary list and i did that i started at eight in the morning and finished it at two and then drove to class and turned it in like i got a hundred on all of that stuff and that was probably, like, the fastest and, like, best essay I wrote because, like, 
everything was coming to like coming into my head when I was typing and stuff like that. So like, I don't know. I just think maybe I just work way better when I don't have a lot of time and I'm against like my back's against the wall. Uh oh, Eric. No, it's my what? my laptop. Uh, did okay. the laptop die, Dan? No. No, it no. didn't. It's trying to get me to upgrade to Office 365. Do it. Fuck it. Did you tell him to shove it? I gave it the middle finger. I was okay. hoping it would be on camera, but it wasn't. I would have to go like this. <laughs> Guys, the NFL schedule's out. <sighs> I don't want to know. All right. <laughs> no, I do. Just, you know. I'm, I was I'm, browsing I'm just... over the bills, going over some W's and L's. I was going to say, I don't want to be set up for disappointment again. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Well, here's the thing. If the Giants had had not blown like three leads or four leads, they would have won the division easily and at least gotten to the playoffs. Such a, that, yeah. That's the joy of the Giants sometimes. Oh. Don't they have a Super Bowl victory in the last five years? Yeah, they do. You're not allowed to complain until <laughs> until they don't have one in the last five years. That's always my cutoff. What was, was, two, was 2011 the last one? I think it was 2008 and 2011, right? Seven, yeah. 2007 and 2011. Okay, so you can complain this year. This season. This season. This season. Okay. Yep. Oh, and I will. I will. <laughs> I look forward to it. Okay, anything else, Will? I just wanted to go over playoff hockey real quick. Playoff sure. started. Um, Lundqvist lost his eye. Mm. So that's... I screamed our season when I saw that happen as Lundqvist was writhing on the ground in pure pain. <laughs> it was very disheartening to see one of the best goalies in the world go down. Especially after his teammate hit him with the stick. Yeah. I, I, the Rangers didn't play bad that game either, which is disheartening that they lost yeah, that They bad. didn't play bad, but it was also a very tightly tight-checking game. I mean, there wasn't... It wasn't really much to see, like you said. It's it's kind of it was kind of boring watching. Well, because the game I watched right after was the Hawks and Blues, and like that was the most fast paced physical game that I'd just seen in such a long time. Even this Panthers Islanders game is way faster. I don't know, just the Giant or not the Giants, the Rangers are just boring. Yeah, the Blues and the Hawks are going to beat the crap out of each other, so that'll make it the- easier on their whoever has them for the second round. The Blues had like forty three hits by yeah. the end of the game. It was yep. crazy. They will um, beat the snot out of each other. Which, by the way, last thing on the Rangers series before I go on, I think with Ranta playing, maybe the team will step up and play better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That usually happens when the backup goalie goals goes in. Well, Ranta played better than Lundquist down the stretch anyway. Yeah, I actually have a lot of faith in Ranta. I'm yeah. not that worried. It just sucks that. I'm growing a playoff beard, by the way, because last time I did that is when they went to the cup. But I'm hoping late start, huh? (laughs) You're pretty clean shaven right now. Well, I shaved on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the playoffs started yesterday. Yeah, I shaved yesterday for the last time. Will until the Rangers are out, which could be real soon. Could be next week. (laughs) I'm with you though. Like, if they can't, if they don't win with Ranta, they weren't going to win anyway. Is my opinion. So which. in at the end of the th- or first period because like Lundqvist very clearly didn't couldn't see the puck yeah and I, I just don't I guess hindsight's 2020 with that but not if you're Lundqvist yeah took one in the eye get it <laughs> nice 
Nice. Not funny, Eric. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know I was pulling for you. I don't want to see Crosby win. Are you Nobody kidding does. me? Nobody no. does. Never. Only, only Pittsburgh fans want to see that. Yeah. The crybaby. Um, I also got hurt watching the playoff games yesterday. Mm. I told Dan this. It was either one of two things that happened when the Rangers pulled within one. Because I sit down when I'm watching it and I sit on the edge. And, like, when they score, I jump up because... I'm a fool, and I get really into it. So, like, I did. I jumped up like crazy and was throwing my hands around when the Rangers brought it within one. It was either that or when the Blues won in overtime, me and my two other friends who were heavily rooting for the Blues started jumping up and down, group-hugging each other, and that might have well, caused, huh? caused, caused some back pain. It was a touching moment. I'm sure it was. It was the closest we were ever been as friends. Pull a delt, Will. My lower back. Mm. Actually, Will, it's funny you say that. I have a hockey-related injury. Uh, well, I should say a hockey-viewing-related injury as well. We only get uh, hurt watching hockey. Yeah, watching sports. That's the only time I pull anything. Uh, it was the Olympics when Parise tied it up. I picked Corey up off the ground, <laughs> gave him a big, giant man hug, and I hurt my back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same thing. I didn't so, lift with my legs. I'm deceptively yep. heavy, aren't I? No, nah, I wasn't that. I just, I like like Will said, I'm just a big dumb idiot. <laughs> that was a worthy celebration, though. Oh, was. God, was it? And a devastation followed. Ugh. Definitely way more worthy than a game one victory. Over a team <laughs> you don't even root for. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm rooting heavily for the Blues that game because uh, my one friend Johnny is a huge Blues fan. Uh, and I'm tired of the Blackhawks and Kings every year. Well, I'll tell you who I don't want to win, and that's the Florida Panthers. Because Luongo can fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had you guys a, don't he, like Luongo? He Not had after a, my fantasy. I was going to say, he, he had a bad oh. week when Eric needed him to, to perform. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't do well after I picked him up. Oh, okay. No, I was actually honest. I didn't even do that to like screw you. I honestly like no, you I know had you a did. great year. I was yeah. shocked. Yeah. I don't know. I am watching this Panthers Islanders game, and it's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely pulling for the Islanders because that's Justin's team. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to be Team Cats. I think once the Rangers get get bounced, it's been nice having uh, a cable. Because, like, when I go to bed now, I turn on a hockey because the hockey game's always on late. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, you watched the Red Wings Lightning last night, right? I did. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was I, I got to tell you, I really don't like the official review. I hate it. I don't like it during the regular season, but for the crucial goals and playoffs, I kind of like it. Yeah, but you know what? The the problem is is the time frame that you can review, like yes. because of the way yeah. stoppages of play work. Like in football, football's uh, a play is one play. You know, there's you can challenge anything in that one play. You know, uh, baseball's kind of the same. Like there's mm-hmm. something happens like once once at a time. Whereas hockey, like I think you ha- you can only challenge during a stoppage of play, right? So you could end up playing for minutes. Yeah. Uh, since yeah. the event happened and they go all, like they have to go all the way back like and replay like I don't know, I don't really like it either. It's stupid. Yeah. Did now the one that happened last night was that Druin was offsides and then they yeah. immediately scored right at like Yeah, he was carrying the puck in. Uh he was in the middle ice and uh Hedman 
Uh, no, no. So Drew was in the middle, and he he passed it off to the left winger, uh-huh. but he went over the line before the puck did. Okay. So they were off sides, but it wasn't called. And then uh, Hadman came in on the rush on the back end, and just put a nasty slapper past the goalie. And was uh, the t- was it reasonable from the time he was off sides to the goal? Like. Oh yeah, yeah. It was right after. Okay. Yeah, because Nashville got a goal called back that was like. 20 or 30 seconds maybe uh after the offsides play where they where they you know they got it set up and then they scored a goal and they went they went back that far and called offsides on it it was it's frustrating you know yeah all right anything else will me okay that's it uh so me i've i've had a hellish week actually um so monday uh, my, my son was sick over the weekend. My daughter started to get sick on Monday by Monday evening. She was like breathing really hard and heavy. Uh, so it was after hours for our pediatrician's office. So we called and luckily we got our own pediatrician. Usually they, they have like seven or eight that they do on a rotation. So she listened to my daughter's breathing on, uh, through the phone and she's like, she might have pneumonia. You got to take her to the emergency room for chest x-rays. So I was like, God damn it. So I took her, it was about eight o'clock at night. Um, we got home at three thirty in the morning after, uh, and most of that time was just sitting waiting. They, they did three things while she was there. So in, in seven and a half hours, they did three things. Um, Really? Yeah. Dude, that is the worst. It was, where was was this now? Wilson. Oh yeah. The ER is brutal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, you'd think they would push along a child that's having trouble breathing. No. Yeah. No, there was people like limping in with like a little bit of leg pain that they were seeing first over my 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 two and a half year old daughter who's you know like I said having having a little trouble breathing. Unreal, That's crazy, unreal. So they gave her an antibiotic. I brought her home. We put her to bed. Uh, whatever. Uh, the next day, my it was coincidental, but my son and and daughter had their checkup. So we got our prescription uh, and. But my daughter, had, because of her weird food allergy thing, she can't handle antibiotics very well. Uh, they had given it to her to the hospital, and she took it fine. But when I went to give it to her the next day, uh, she threw up immediately. And uh, usually, like, she had had trouble taking antibiotics before, but usually it was just for, like, an ear infection. Mm. Uh, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's not as big of a deal because uh, those kind of go away on their own. Um, but she, yeah, she was throwing it up and it's pneumonia. So I didn't want it. We didn't want to take a chance with it. So she called my wife, called the, uh, the answering service again. Uh, the doctor wanted to see her. And so, you know, at like eight forty-five or whatever, she took her to the on-call doctor. Um, and they wanted to admit her to the hospital so they could give her an IV with antibiotic in it. So my wife and daughter went to the hospital. Me and my son went to meet them later. And, uh, you know, they, had a hard time getting the IV in. It took, you know, they tried four different spots, couldn't get it. They had, to call, wow. they had to call. Well, luckily they took her out of the room for that because that would probably would have been awful. But I guess she was really good for it. She was really like kind of quiet and curious as what was going on and not not necessarily screaming. A little bit of crying, but you know, she's two and a half. So yeah, uh, finally they had they had to call the NICU to come and put her her IV in. Um. So, yeah, it was an overnight stay for my daughter in the hospital, so my wife didn't sleep at all. Um, I was home with my son, so he he was sick all week, too, so he didn't really go to school. 
Uh, and then today I had to take her back for, cause they did two rounds of, uh, IV antibiotic and I took her back for a, to the hospital today for like an hour for a shot antibiotic, but that was no fun. Yeah, good grief. No yeah, way. That's crazy. That sucks. So. That bit, did you bring your 3DS for any of that? I did bring my 3DS. I didn't get the opportunity to play it. I didn't bring it. I should have brought it when we were in the emergency room because that's yeah. when I would. Because I just sat there and watched the, whatever crap was on the TV. Um, because it was just sitting there, you know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in the hospital that long. It was only a few hours. Um, at, you know, my my wife stayed with her. Uh, fortunately, because I'm I'm also not a hospital or doctor person. Yeah, I get no. freaked out by all that stuff really easily. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but she's doing a lot better. She even through all of that, she was pretty upbeat, surprisingly upbeat, and uh, never really seemed all that sick. But I guess Tuesday night she was she was pretty bad with uh, her pneumonia. So, poor girl, that's yeah, awful. Wow. Yep, she's good now. She's good. Yeah, she's good. Back to normal mostly. Uh, but again, uh, Monday night I was all set to play some Dark Souls because it launched mm. at what six p.m. on Monday, yeah, or whatever. That's six why I texted. Eastern. That's why I texted you, Corey, and said, "Oh, you can play Dark Souls as long as you want," because I was sitting in the freaking ER and I knew I wasn't going to get home until really late. Mm. So that was my week so far. I I did still get a significant amount of time in Dark Souls because any opportunity I have to play, I do. So that's good. Got to take advantage of that. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think I had anything going on. It was all doctor's visits and hospitals and mm-hmm. crap. That's, that's what happens when that's, you're daddy, right? That's part of it. Yeah, it's all part of it. So uh, we'll take a quick break. Be back with what we played. Sound good? Sounds yeah. good. Uh, yeah, because I got I to gotta take a whiz. So uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back, everybody, episode 247 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, and before we get into individually what we played, uh, because we teased it, we're going to talk about Dark Souls 3 first. Uh, that All being right. that being the big release. I know you're super excited, Will. It's one of your favorite games. But that's our oh, big... I'll just watch hockey and play Clash. Big big release. Just Damn the normal it, stuff. I just want to tie you to a chair and force you to play... Dark Souls. I'm going to. Just... Yeah, well, what is it? Why... Let's get into that first. Why don't you like to play Dark Souls? I, to be honest with you, I don't haven't felt. The... I guess it doesn't appeal to me enough. Are to you sit nervous? Down. No, it doesn't appeal to me enough to sit down and play this like 40 hour game of just dying a lot, and I don't know. I guess I really don't have a reason to be honest with you, because I feel like I would like it. I just need to like actually sit down and play. It. I guess I'd rather play other things right now. Because I'm right now I'm in really into Fire Emblem. Like I'm playing Stardew Valley still. I'm playing. I mean, I'm gonna finish Quantum Break very soon. I want to play Ratchet and Clank way more. Hmm. I don't know. I. It's just the. I have no words. <laughs> It's just the type of series that I just can't picture. I just can't picture Will playing a Dark Souls game. I can't. You know? I can't either, to be honest. I don't know why. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe I'm it's because go- he never has. I, that could be. Uh, yeah. But it's also like, a, as far as action games go, it's they're they're slow. Yeah, yeah. They're you know? a slog. 
I'm going to give three a, a shot. Yeah, you should definitely at least try it for next week. Well, hey, I appreciate you splitting it with me regardless. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> I, this is one of the games I should play, especially yeah. for, like, thummies. And to talk oh, yeah. about for next week. So, yeah. So I, I, I'm going to, yes, I'm probably going to give it Steamy Turd, honestly. Biggest disappointment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though you were not the least bit excited for it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk it, Dan. Yeah. Um,. So obviously, Dark Souls came out uh, uh, Monday night, Tuesday, uh, however, however you prefer. Um, so I made a mercenary when I was going to build my character. I was really torn between mercenary and knight. I know knight is kind of the easy class to start with, uh, but in Dark Souls Two, I went with more like a lighter class, um, and I had at least initially I started with dual swords. I know the mercenary has the ability to start with dual swords. So that was my, my initial class. Uh, I actually watched a lot of Corey, the beginning of Corey's first dark Souls stream. Sorry. Why? I got real frustrated. It was fun to watch. It's fun to watch. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't chat. I couldn't chat because I, for whatever reason, it doesn't work on my phone. So I couldn't chime in, but. It was yeah. fun to watch because I had exp- I had played most of what I watched you play, so I knew uh, I knew what was coming, and that's that. See, that was I fun to watch. Him, so I didn't watch him at all. Yeah, no, it was fun to watch. Yeah, I could see it being a fun spectator game because yeah. uh, you know crazy shit happens, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of reactions to that crazy shit happening. Especially, like I said, if you know it's going to happen, and you're watching someone else play it for the first time, that was a lot yep. of fun for me. Yeah, <clears throat> but go ahead. No, I just, uh, that, that's the end of that thought. Well, what character kind of character did you make? I made a herald, which is the <laughs> new. <laughs> Me too. It's the new one, right? The, I don't know. The spear wielding cleric, I guess, is <laughs> yeah. the the best way to put it. Uh, but I didn't really take it in that direction. I, I went with uh, dexterity build after that, just pumping points into de- dexterity and vigor, which is health. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where my character's at right now. Um, I kind of. Having played, you know, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, and Bloodborne, the formula for that game becomes clearer and clearer with every one that I play. Yeah. And uh, I don't think Dark Souls 3 does anything drastically different. So I do feel like I have a leg up going yeah. into it. Definitely, as opposed to someone who's coming into it new. I totally agree. Yeah. I, felt yeah. that too. I think it might have been Eric last week said it's it's kind of like its own genre of games. <laughs> game really, now. A Souls game, yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is it's the same game every time? No. Well, there there it, is there there's minor differences. Uh the biggest difference being the settings are all all different, but there is minor gameplay differences between the 3 Dark Souls games and then and then Bloodborne. Yeah. But 3 <laughs> is very close to 1. Yeah. Very it close. is it, it, uh stylistically especially. Yep. It's closer to 1. It's also closer to Bloodborne than I think even Dark Souls 2. Right, yeah. But, uh, Will, to your point, are they all the exact same? No, but I think, like, this, Dark Souls 3 is the only one of these they can get away with. And by that, I mean, like, I still want, I still wanted more Dark Souls coming into this. But I feel like after I beat this, if they just put out another one of these, I might start to cool off on it. Yeah. What about Bloodborne 2? Bloodborne is it was enough of a departure, I think, okay. that they could get away with another one of those. Yeah, but but for Dark Souls, like uh, you know, people are kind of calling it like the greatest hits of Dark Souls because you do see a lot of references and uh, 
gameplay elements and stuff that you're seeing over and over again. And for this this one, they just kind of lay it all out in front of you. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like this is the last one of those they can get away with without doing something different. Yeah. Well, they said it's the last one too, right? Yeah, I think that has been said. Yeah, so I hope it is. Kind of. I would like to see the same yeah, the same gameplay mechanics like put into a different setting. You know, kind of like Bloodborne, but even like a further, uh, bigger departure. You know, maybe like a science fiction game with the same type of mechanics. Because I really think mechanically, it's it's one of the best games I've ever played. You know. Yeah. Um, when whenever you die, it's not because of jank with the with the with the game. You know, it's it's because you screwed up on your block, or you missed a dodge, or you know, you missed a backstab, what have you. You never, I never feel punished for or because the game, you know, got screwy. It's always because I did something stupid. You know. That said, uh, I do feel like those like fuck you moments are more blatant in this game than they were in the other ones. <laughs> And my the best example I have of that, and I don't want to talk about this too much because I know we're doing a whole episode on it next week, but the best example of that are, did you guys get to those guys with that carry the big ceramic pots? Yes. No. Okay. So the first one of those guys, at least in my experience, I don't know, situations might be different. When I went up to that guy the first time, he was just trying to hit me with it, running around like hitting me with it. Uh, and he swung it like six times really fast up and down the air and killed me. I'm like, all right, that's a little frustrating, but I can work around that. So I worked around that, and I was able to kill him. I advanced a little bit further in the area, and I see those guys again, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to... Two of them, though. Yep, go up to him a little bit slower and, you know, work around there trying to hit me with the pots. Uh, I'm on a bridge, and he just hucks the pot at me, <laughs> knocks me off the bridge, and I die. I didn't even know they could throw him. Yep, you learned your lesson. <laughs> it's and it's... Yeah, but next time you went in, you knew, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. I mean... It, yeah. There's a, a trial and error and a, a learning process. I don't know there. how to get down there, Corey, by the way. So Where? I don't know if you – off that bridge. There's stuff down there, but I don't know yeah. how to get down there. I, I haven't been down there yet either. So, I haven't done too much exploring I'm, because I've recently played Dark Souls 1. I'm kind of in like – I don't want to say like beeline to the end, but I just have a process that I, I – it's like a rhythm almost that I do like – I'll run through a zone and explore everything and pick up all the items and everything. And then uh, I'll try to get the end. If I can't get to the end, then I'll put down a summoning bone or summoning stone or whatever it is. Soapstone. And explore with other people because there's really no penalty if you die with other people. Uh, and if you do help them get to the end and defeat the boss, then you get the ember. And then you can use the ember to make yourself human. Then you can summon other people to help you. And I just keep doing that process over and over again until I get through the zone. And it's worked pretty well uh it is kind of i feel like it's cheating a little bit though sometimes what's that having two other people help you that's part of the game a lot of people said that that playing that doing that doing it that way is is dark souls on easy mode but i mean it's, it's all true. it's all part of the game like it's yeah. there if you want it it's you, you know f- me personally like i'll usually when i go into a new zone i'll try and clear it first and make it make mm-hmm. my way to the boss uh, after I clear it that first time or make it toward the end of the first time, that's when I start picking and choosing the enemies that I choose to engage and running past the others. Yeah. And then if I need help, I'll always try the boss a few times by myself uh, to because I, I prefer to try and solo everything. But um, if, I, if I don't think I can beat it on my own, that's when I'll summon help. I'll, I'll put out my soapstone and be summoned and, you know, go a few times with, with help and see how – other people tackle the bad guy, and then I'll I'll tackle him 
on my own with help. So, Eric, what are your thoughts so far? So oh, that's great. You made uh, you made a herald like like Corey yeah, the Spear I made and a herald. I'm working with uh, strength and dexterity for the most part, mm-hmm. and and some vitality. Um, but yeah, I've only played for a couple of hours. Um, I've been, you know, I've been trying to play Quantum Break, and Ratchet and Clank came out also, so I did want to try that. Uh-huh. And I found myself getting like real anxious when I think about playing Dark Souls. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's a weird feeling. Uh-huh. Like I'm I'm nervous about it because I know it it can just suck so bad sometimes when yeah. you die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I left off <laughs> Bloodborne in such a shitty place. Uh, you know, I had like thirty thousand. Uh, what were they called? Blood echoes. Blood echoes. I had like thirty thousand blood blood echoes on me, and I stupidly said all right i'm gonna go explore a little bit more before i go back and level up yep. and i lost all of them mm. that's happened to and me I just, twice yeah. already in dark souls 3 yeah so i just get so nervous about things and I, I i don't know why you know i can't separate that it's not real life yeah <laughs> i don't know there's nothing wrong but with that. uh it's it's it, i mean it's it's been great obviously you Those wouldn't games never disappoint you wouldn't have that stress if you didn't care and I do care. Yeah. I care a lot. Because, like, you know, it. we'll compare it to Quantum Break. Like, if <laughs> yeah. Quantum Break were that hard, you just wouldn't play it anymore. You I get care. stressed out about Quantum Break because I, I think to myself, God, I have another 25-minute <laughs> segment of this shit to sit through. That's what stresses me out about that game. Different kind of stress. Yeah. Okay. What if Dark but... Souls had 27-minute TV shows? Corey, I got thinking, actually. I wanted to ask you guys this. Uh, maybe now's not the time, but maybe it is. Think of a video game where you may have wanted like a ten-minute video, uh, a ten-minute television segment attached to parts. I don't know that I would ever want to watch that during game, like like a couple minutes at most for a cutscene. That's something I would want to watch, like when I'm not able to play the game. You know, if games were to do it like an app with a TV show tie-in that you could watch the the TV show tie-in mm-hmm. when you're not able to play the game. That's something I would be interested in. But that's too much time away from the game, you know, to watch I'd it. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Metal Gear Solid 4 had that. Did it? Yeah. There were good 10-minute cutscenes. But I don't I don't know. Like I Dan sort of touched on it earlier, but I'm not I'm not playing video games to watch stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I think, you know, if the game's good enough, it can get away with it. Yeah. With good cutscenes. Yeah. But uh, even then, like, for the most part, they're, you know, a, a couple minutes tops, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Um. Anyway, back to Dark Souls. I think I am ready to say that the Souls series and Bloodborne included is my favorite game series ever. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to commit to that. Nice. I'm sorry. Why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to play more of it, even though I am feeling very nervous about it. Yeah. And anxious. But, uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say other than what you guys have already said. Yeah. We'll talk more about it. Uh, so, I mean, so I guess we can all say uh, we all love it so far. Oh, God, yeah. I love it, Corey. Oh, my God. It's Not only is it beautiful... 
Oh, we didn't even say that. I was yeah. just going to say the, the setting. Great. I took a couple of good screenshots so far. Like uh, when you first walk out into the, the first day, the, after you find the big bonfire mm-hmm. that transports you, yep. uh, the first area you go and when you first see like the big background with the castle. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. And the music's great. Mm-hmm. The monster design. Always. Those monsters are so cool. They never they never let you down with us. No, like the fat never. the big fat ladies with the maces. Fantastic. I haven't seen them yet. Oh my god. Okay. So good. Me and Claire might be in the same place. <laughs> um I was trying to rap I was trying to pinpoint like what you know, what makes Dark Souls so great. I know we've talked about it a lot before, but I was trying to think of uh, what other kind of video game did it. And I kept going back to, like, the old Mario games with the different biomes. Mm-hmm. Like Mario 3 and Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Like, part of the reward of playing that game was just, ex- those games was just experiencing new areas. And it was the same type of thing, like... If you couldn't beat something, you had to keep trying until you could. And then when you did, you were rewarded by seeing more of an area. Mm-hmm. Or a new area. Or a new area. I don't know. I just thought that I, I had that epiphany. Yeah. It's, it's like Dark Souls is like 3D modern gritty Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and part of it, too, is like... Maybe that's I, a stretch. I, I think if the games didn't play as well as they did they wouldn't have the success because it's a very hard game. Um, You know, you die a lot, but again, as I talked about earlier, like when you die, you feel like it's your fault and not because the, you know, not because the game janked out on you. I haven't had that issue. It's because I missed a block or missed, missed a dodge or uh, buried really poorly. In my case, it's usually I get too aggressive um, and I try to wail on the wail on whoever I'm fighting, and you can't you can't do that because you leave yourself open to counterattacks. Well, it's killer be killed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I have a build where I can hit a lot, um, but still, like you know, you wail on that hit button three or four times, and your endurance is gone. Then you can't dodge, you can't block. You just have to like back away slowly. You know, take your ass kicking as it comes. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're well balanced. I will say a couple times I did feel like I got screwed was when uh, I was invaded. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That, but that, I mean, that's part of the game. I, have not, I haven't been invaded yet. Hang on. I've been lucky. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've only played for two hours and I haven't been invaded, invaded either. Yeah. Um, like Beerless in the chat said, I tend to not do a lot of the cult co-op stuff. Yeah. I did for the Bloodstar Beast and Bloodborne mm-hmm. because I just could not for the life of me beat that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know why. I never really. I tend to solo too. Uh, I'll, I'll call, as I said, I'll call in help for a boss if I need, if I, cause I always, as I said, I always tried a couple times solo. I prefer to solo those things if I can. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, I feel like I'm supposed to. Yeah. Um, and then. I'll call and help if if need be, or I'll help others if need be too. If I you know want to get a feel for a boss before I tackle it myself. So, right. so we're gonna talk a little more spoilery. Yeah, dark early Dark Souls after this. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about you know at least like the first boss and stuff. You you did the first boss right, Eric? 
you, yeah, you, got, th- you got through that part. Oh yeah, because yeah, you I'm talked about of... okay, you talked about going into the first area after the the yeah. the, the, the big bonfire. I if I, I yeah well yeah mm-hmm. we'll talk more about it after because there's okay. something I could say that you'd know exactly where I was. Gotcha. But... Okay, uh, so that's Dark Souls three. Um, episode next week, full episode. Full episode next week. More more talk. Um, I'll have put a significant amount of hours into it by then. More I'm than, a little bit worried. I think I'm, I have like ten and a half. Why? Uh, that's exactly how much I have, Dan. Okay. Uh, because I my girlfriend is not working this weekend, which Been means there. we're gonna go somewhere. Which means <laughs> I'm not, not gonna means, be at my computer. Not much yeah, gaming right. time. So I don't know if I'll have it beat. I had every intention of beating it by next week, but uh, wow, I could be cutting it close. I might have to have a couple sleepless nights. Well, that's when Dan plays. I might have to get up super early. If you have have a night where you want to play, you know what? Tomorrow night, Nashville plays. When the Predators games are on, I will not be playing Dark Souls. So there you go. So it's, I think, uh, Friday night, Sunday night, Tuesday night. Okay. So you're good those nights. Uh, podcast Wednesday next week. Wednesday. Okay, that's fine. Because I work Thursday. Does night. that work for you, Eric? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's let's uh continue on. Uh, Eric, do you want to talk about Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank? Heck yeah. All right, let's hear it. Uh, yeah. So I started a little bit of Ratchet and Clank last night because I was getting stressed out about about Dark Souls. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna take a break and fire up Ratchet and Clank for a little while. And I probably put uh an hour and a half into it. Man, is that game good. It's just fun. And I I didn't realize that it's made by the same people that did Sunset Overdrive. Oh, really? Yeah. Insomniac. 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 Uh, So they got a pretty good thing going there because that game looks so good. It's like playing a cartoon. It looks like a Pixar movie. Oh, yeah. And the the weapons are so fun already. Like like I said, I'm like an hour, hour and a half into it tops, and I already have like four or five crazy-ass weapons. And there's like some good humor in it. It's real. It's a it's a good cheesy humor. I know I complained about the cheese and and Quantum Break earlier, but like they didn't mean that. Ratchet and Clank very clearly means to be cheesy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just so good, and it's a perfect balance for Dark Souls, which is so intimidating mm-hmm. and frustrating sometimes. And then you go play Ratchet and Clank, and it's just so nice and funny, cathartic, and colorful. Yeah, it's it's everything that Dark Souls is not, <laughs> which can be a nice break. Yeah, oh yeah. So I'm really enjoying playing the two of those at the same time. I think it's a nice combination. Uh-huh. But I mean, God, for forty bucks, oh, it's so good. How much would Just I think, like this game? Oh, I think you'll love it. Sweet. I think you'll love it. Uh, as I guess the only game I can really compare it to right now, off the top of my head, because I haven't, I don't play a lot of these kind of games. Uh, but Knack, it had reminded me of it's it's Knack on, it's Knack times five thousand. I was gonna say that, but I thought you'd make fun of me because when I'm watching no. the video, I'm like, it kind of reminds me of Knack. It's the first thing I thought of because you collect like pieces as as you go and stuff like that, and it's just kind of crazy over the top stuff. But it's Knack times five thousand. So good, it's it's honestly, it's got to be one of the better PlayStation Four exclusives. Eric, zero times anything is still zero. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Mac was a big fat zero. 
But uh, yeah, I like I said, I haven't put too much time into it, but uh, I'm definitely going to play some more Dark Souls and Ratchet and Clank this week. Do, and, uh, do we maybe want to do a Ratchet and Clank episode after the Dark Souls episode? Do we have anything? I don't believe so. Salt and Sanctuary. Uh, I don't know if that's episode worthy. Oh, did you play that? Not yet. It comes out it's out tomorrow. Soon. Yeah. Or okay. Monday or something. I don't know. It's up Ten- to you guys. Tentatively. Tentatively. Oh, we could do a dual episode too. Because, um, like I said, there's it's not like a super yeah. in depth kind of thing. There's a nice uh, weapon upgrade tree that I was not expecting. That was cool, but nice. Yeah, can't wait to to play more of those fantastic games this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. Let's see what else did I have. I wanted to touch on Battleborn real quick. Oh, yeah. I only play. I only played one match. Did you play any? Will? No, I think I'm gonna just buy it blind. <laughs> what were your thoughts, Dan, when uh, you played it? I thought it was okay. Um, it, like, I know we that. I like the humor of it, and I like that there's like a single player aspect of it. Because uh, I I got into the an early closed beta of it that I played for I don't know a couple days. Uh, and they only had access to the single player stuff for like the first day. And then because of server problems, like they took that away and that's what I was playing. So after that, I played a few like multiplayer matches. Um, it's fun, but I think like for this type of game, I'd rather play overwatch because it's very, it's very similar. Uh, it's done by gearbox who does borderlands battleborn's a MOBA though. Yeah. So it is a little bit different, but, um, I kind of liked it actually. I feel like if I was to get into it, and I honestly thought it was free to play, which I probably would have played it. Mm-hmm. I don't know as if I'm willing to spend sixty, 60 bucks. bucks on yeah. The game. Are That's you willing to spend thirty? Maybe. Okay. I could probably be talked into that. Because I'm, I'm willing to throw thirty down. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The only thing that in the back of my head, I think to myself, well, I know that playing a MOBA takes a lot of time to get good at and to yep. enjoy. So I'm like, am I, am I going to have that time to invest in it? Probably not. So I don't know. True. But it was all right. Like it's very cartoony, which I kind of liked it. Did. I like the gameplay solid to Paragon style Paragon. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about that, but I, I liked the Battleborn style better. It was light, lighthearted. Yeah. You know, it was, it felt a little more accessible to me. It plays really well too. I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. say that played really nicely. Yeah, I just wasn't sure on some of the objectives about what I was supposed to do. So you know, if I if I played it more and got familiar with that, I think I would like it. Mm-hmm. Which is nice because I wasn't expecting to like it. Mm-hmm. Did and any? Then the, sorry. Uh, well, we're on the subject. Did any of you guys get the email for that game Atlas Reactor? Yeah. No. Do you know anything about that, Dan? No. I just deleted it. I usually it's don't. It's a MOBA, right? I think so. From Glyph is the yeah yep. publisher yeah. Huh. I don't know. I was thinking about trying it. Just why not? Yeah. It's a alpha, but it's open to everybody. I don't know. Whatever. Probably terrible. But <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about was MLB the show. Um, so, like I said, Jeff and Tyler came in for the weekend, and Tyler took a nap. <laughs> this is a big Nancy, and. Uh, Jeff and I, Jeff's a huge baseball fan, so I said, oh, why don't we boot up the show and we'll play a game. Man, did we have a good time. That <laughs> game was so fun to play against each other one-on-one. Like, uh, And it's cool because you can do like the live game, 
So it boots up all the day's games with the, the daily roster. So it's the pitchers that are pitching that day. And we looked at looked at it and we're like, we'll do the Giants and uh, Dodgers. Good rivalry. Two good pitchers were pitching. So it's Kershaw and uh, who was it, Will? Who's good on the Baumgartner? Giants? Yep, Baumgartner. And, uh, yeah, it was just great. Like, he he had me – he had a perfect game going through four innings. Ooh. And then I lit his ass up in the fifth and sixth. Was, <laughs> I was – bombing home runs it was it was so good so i ended up winning and like the presentation of that game is so nice and the strategy that goes into it when you're playing against another human is really cool uh-huh. it really brings out the strategy of uh your pitching um and uh, as the batter you can guess where the ball's gonna go and what kind of pitch it is and like if you guess it right it'll make some noise and it uh, will show up in red in the batter's box so just like the kind of strategy that you're going against each other and because Jeff, for whatever reason, could not hit the curveball. He just couldn't do it. <laughs> um, I struck him out, <laughs> I don't know, probably nine. I think I struck him out nine times and all but one of them were on the curve. And he'd know it was coming. Yeah. And he just couldn't hit it. But <laughs> then after a while, because he knew it was coming, I'd throw him something else. Uh, so, you know, it really, it really brought out the, the strategy of baseball, which I appreciate. So, man, if you have somebody to play that with, I, honest good. to God, I would have sat there and played that all day. Good couch co-op. Really? Oh God, it was so fun. Or competitive couch co-op, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I think that, uh, covers everything I played. Okay. Baseball. Uh, I'll Baseball. Go, I'll go next because I have a few th- brief things to cover. Uh, first is I beat Far Cry Primal. Ugh. Thank you. Stuck it out. Yep. Thoughts haven't changed. It's an average game. Buy it on sale. 25 bucks is probably fa- fair for that game, I think. If if you're a Far Cry fan, if you don't really like Far Cry, that's not going to change your mind. Uh, so I got that done. And because I, I got that done, I didn't want to really start anything new. Um, so I played quite a bit of Fire Emblem, uh, yes. Birthright, uh, which is still awesome. I don't really have a lot to add, but I, I still love that game. So good. Uh, but I also played a little Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen. I didn't want to get too far out of the loop for that game. Um, I saw there was just a, just had a patch. Yeah. I don't know Anything what was in worthwhile it. I, and... I don't know. I forgot to check what was in it and, you know, I'm lazy, so I didn't, didn't do anything with it, but... I also played some Xenoblade Chronicles because I don't want to get too far out of that game either. Oh, I forgot about that game. Yeah. That game's really good. I It didn't take me long to get right back into the thick of it and, and enjoy this, the story and stuff. Really like that game. I got to start playing. Like, there's times when I'm I'm sitting around and I'm just like, I I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, but the, the Wii U is really easy to play with the kids around because, you know, mm. I can just pause it. Uh, even Dark Souls. Don't you just get overwhelmed with your choice of video games at this point? Sometimes, yeah. I, lo- I do. I look at my Steam library, 350 games or whatever, oh, 360 God. games. A lot of them I've already played, but there's a lot of games that I haven't played and that, you know, stuff that's come out recently or stuff that I bought recently that I want to play. But uh, I, st- I, I always go back to try and finish games that I've already started, you know. Um, but, yeah, really, really like Xenoblade Chronicles. So cool. I think I'm at, like, 65 hours. I put into that game so far. Wow, it's a good game. That's one of the good. ones uh, I'm probably never gonna play again. But yeah. I wish. Uh, what's what's that uh, game you wish you played more of, or what's the yeah. yeah, the one that got away? 
the one that's that got the, away. That's the category. Uh, I got an early front runner for that one too. I won't spoil right now. Nice. Um, on a break. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. Uh, but yeah, that's all. That's all I played. So go ahead, Corey. What do you got? Uh, Mass Effect. I started doing my Mass Effect playthrough again. Uh, actually, I don't know if I had this last week, but I took the time to install install the controller mod which made it a little bit more enjoyable for me to play. I just, I'm not a fan of mouse and keyboard, period. But uh, I had a hard time mapping the abilities to the controls. I'm not sure if that's a bug uh, in the mod or on my end. I'm not sure. So every time I wanted to use, like, overload or something, I had to go to the wheel menu to use it, mm-hmm. which kind of got annoying. But uh, that's whatever. And I'm just now at the point where I was accepted into the Spectre program. And uh, I just left the Citadel to hunt Saren. Gotcha. So that's where I'm at in Mass Effect. What a great game. Yeah, Yeah. it is, isn't it? And again, it's it's so nice to have the context of the rest of the game, the rest of the series. Uh, Makes it so much easier to understand what they're talking about and why you're doing what you're doing knowing like what comes later yeah like, the reaper threat you know about it so when you hear about it in the first game you're like i gotta get stuff done yeah but it, and, and again it's yeah it's it's so much more rewarding because you know like the first time the reapers are mentioned you know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. it's like all right and uh, these guys are bit mean business and i gotta take care of this and same with like the shadow broker and all that stuff the first time that stuff is mentioned it's it's so great because i can remember the first time playing through that game a lot of it just kind of went over my head. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't pick up on the as much nuance and stuff if it's your first playthrough. I, at least I don't. I don't know. Yeah, well, because you don't really have an idea what the Reapers really are when you're playing yeah. for the first time. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're just this ancient ship things. That's all you really get. Yeah. I think the Reapers are real, like, in our world. That's what happens. They did 9-11. Reapers did 9-11. Yep. But anyway. I don't, I don't mean to get political, but did you guys see that Donald Trump used Mass Effect clips in his campaign? <laughs> yeah, he did. No. <laughs> pretty, it was pretty hilarious. What was it? I mean... He called it the Trump effect. Oh, God. That's so terrible. Why do they do that? Because it's usually out of context, you know? It's not in the right context, ever. That's like the uh, uh, the Middle Eastern terrorists used the uh, f- images from Fallout 3 for propaganda. <laughs> way, way, way back in the day of ruined Washington, D.C. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> to that, I, I, I don't... say, please take politics out of my favorite video games. Mm-hmm. Or take my um, favorite video games out of politics. <laughs> Corey, yeah, yeah. Corey, I think the later games have like built-in controller support. I think two and three have <clears throat> automatically controller support. So that's good. Yeah, you don't have to tinker with the. What do you, what do you use? Xi input. Uh, it's just called Massive Me Controller or something. It's just somebody's mod, some oh. homemade mod. Okay. It does the job, but like I said, I can't map abilities to the to the buttons, which is a little right. bit frustrating. But whatever. 
Yeah. I haven't decided. <clears throat> when I first started playing, I'm like, all right, I'm going to let Ashley die, and I'm going to keep Caden. But I don't think I can do it, man. No. No. Nobody do wants. it. Corey, come on. Uh, no, man, I can't. The first time she opened her mouth uh, in <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I can't let you die. Can't let come Ashley on. die. Because <laughs> I keep saying over and over again how when I played my first playthrough of the Mass Effect games, like, that was going to be it. That was going to be my Mass Effect experience, my Shepard experience, and that was going to be my story. And uh, through all, all all of that, I stayed loyal to Ashley. And it's going to be so hard for me to let her die when that prompt yeah. comes up in this game. I don't I don't think I can do it. I think you can do it. Nobody likes Caden. Nobody likes Well, exactly. Just... They, they, didn't, they made that choice real easy for most people. Yeah. Caden was not. Very endearing. He he was not as interesting of a character as Ashley was, at the very least. Exactly. And I uh, apparently that gets better. Like yeah. there's a turn for Caden a little bit later on, I guess, but yeah. I mean they just made the that name choice easy. Caden. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm with true. you there, Will. Okay. So that's Mass Effect. I played a little Enter the Gungeon just because people are going nuts about it on <clears> Steam. <throat> uh I I only played a good 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I really don't see what all the fuss is about. Corey, before you go any further, get your ass in the frame. Am I out of frame? Yes, damn it. It's Boy. driving me nuts. <laughs> you Murthas. Hey. Except Dan. Dan stays right in his spot. Well, we so have, uh, except when I reach over to tinker with this stupid laptop. <clears throat> we have a hard time uh, sitting up straight. I'm really, you. I'm really hunched over. I don't know if you can tell, but I just did too. this the whole time. <laughs> Enter the gungeon, though. It sucks, huh? I don't want to say it sucks because I haven't really played it enough, but I don't see what all the fuss is about. Okay, it's just a rogue like bullet hell twin sticky. I don't know. I don't know if I like twin stick shooters. I don't know. I don't get it. You know, it sound like a good idea. And then I play it, and I'm like, eh. it's kind of got that quirky thing going on, like the the Rogue Legacy Undertale-y, but it's not as good. Well, Rogue Legacy is one of the better games I've played so, in a while. I don't know. Uh, I'll probably give it a little more time, but I, I honestly, I don't see what all the fuss is about. Yeah, there's a, other games I'd way rather be playing. Mm-hmm. Did you borrow that one from Pete? Hyperlight Drifter. Hyperlight Drifter is really good. Is a similar type of game but i gotta play that don't avoid the question (laughs) yes (laughs) and like on the triple a end of things you know dark Dark souls Souls, yeah yeah. dan did you know bravely second comes out tomorrow yes i did what (laughs) forgot do you guys play the demo no i forgot to play the demo of course i bought it because i was like oh crap this is coming out yeah are you did you both buy it I've got to wait for a paycheck first. Mm. Yeah. Which are random, as you know. Next Fair week. Enough. Next week I'll have a paycheck. Damn, just be a cam girl. <laughs> yeah. <Get all> the... <laughs> oh, baby. Get all the paychecks you want. <laughs> I don't know. Get them big tokens, Dan. With my body, I'm only going to attract one type of internet pervert. <laughs> Thumbstick athletes. Yeah, the the whole uh, nerd, you know, you know. 
No. <laughs> no, I don't. Go ahead, Can Corey. you explain? Carry on. No, that's all I, I, that's all I played. Ner- other nerdy dudes. That's what I'm, you know. Hey, Beardless in the chat says that Ashley Williams is the worst person ever. Mm, is that the Ashley from Mass Effect? Yeah. I disagree yeah. wholeheartedly. I can think of a lot of people ever that are worse than Ashley. I wonder what his reasoning is. Hmm. Well, she doesn't too. like you very much in Mass Effect 2. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. She was kind of a bitch. Yeah. Well, you signed with Cerberus. What do you yeah, expect? It's because you joined a, a hated military organization. Well, I didn't play Mass Effect 1, so I had no context for anything. Yeah. That's why. And then she... I went in blind. She joins up your squad again in Mass Effect 3. Spoiler alert. <gasps> she does? Yeah. I wouldn't allow her back. She turned heel on me. Anything else, Corey? No. Hearthstone. You guys want to talk about Hearthstone? Let's hear it. Only if sure. we can talk Rocket League. Yeah, <sighs> I don't want to talk eh, about save it. Either. Yeah, me either. Okay. Will. I played about 20 hours of Fire Emblem Conquest. Nice. You guys. That game is hard, Dan. Isn't it? It's a yeah. bastard. I'm... <sighs> I've been working on, because you said that you didn't get to get a lot of the kids and stuff like that and the marriages and whatnot. Had a real, like you said, you had a hard time with that. So going in, I went in with like the best marriage pairings and like kind of had a plan. Mm-hmm. So I have gotten all of the kids so far. Uh, I got the last one, which was Xander's son. Okay. Just today. So I did all of that, and that was a good opportunity for me to level up my characters and whatnot. So, like, I pretty much have the team that I'm going to use. Uh, The only kids I probably am going to use is Odin's daughter, which is Ophelia. I don't know if you got her, Dan. Um, no. No? No. Laszlo's daughter, Solia? I did get her, yep. Okay. Um, that might be it. But, uh, I... I don't know which. I think I like Birthright more because I can grind levels and make my units really yeah. powerful. Sure. But I think I might like the characters of Conquest more. Okay. But but I'm saying that having not played Birthright for a while. So I don't know. To be honest, I think both games have a lot of real likable characters. Sure. And I think they did an unbelievable job with this game. They're paced very differently, too. Which, yeah, which yeah I way like. differently. It does feel like a completely different game, even though like you are on kind of the same maps uh, for a lot in a lot of cases. Like your objectives are completely different. The circumstances in which the battle takes place are completely different. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's definitely a very different different game. That is actually what I was going to address because while because I asked you how similar they were and you said in a way they're similar yeah. and that's because you do fight on the same battlefields yeah but the times that you fight on them are completely different and like what you're doing on them is completely different yeah so um I married the same person you did Dan Camilla yeah which kind of there was a I messed up with that because. I to get all of the kids in the game, you have to marry a second generation character or somebody like, for example, Anna, uh-huh. because she's a DLC character. So I married her, and I didn't get Keaton's daughter because I married off everybody else. And I guess Keaton's daughter is one of the best. Uh, I used I used her all the time. Her and Keaton together, like 
just tore everything apart. That was one of the only reasons I was able to get through the game. Because I looked at it and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Because I remember you speaking very highly that she was like really good. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, She's unbelievable. So I'm upset about that right now. That's so I, to... I can't even remember her name at this point, but. It's like Val Valore. It's something weird. It yeah. starts with a V, though. So. Sounds right. Uh, but there's just so much about Fire Emblem. Like, I just love the conversations between the characters for the support. and it, There's like good humor written into the characters with some of them, too. And I don't know. It's such a good game. And after I beat Conquest, like I'm going to go to Revelations. Yeah, me too. Because that's a hybrid of Conquest and Birthright. Because you can grind in Revelations, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. And that's I kind of want to play a game where I can grind the, with the Conquest characters and yeah. see like what what else they have to offer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Fire Emblem's great. So I've good. put 60 hours in two games so far, and I'm not even done with the second one. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Corey, you will get my 3DS because since I'm going through them so quickly, I'll have Revelations beat by probably two Next weeks. Next year. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think I'm going to get into Bravely Second right away. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably wait on that, too. That's not now. reviewing super well, is it? Bravely Second? No, it's about sevens. They say it uh, lost some of the some of the charm from the first one. Yeah. So That's all I had. <laughs> yeah. What? You didn't like the... Second half of the game where you do the same thing over and over again. And you get that far. I know. Chapter four to seven was brutal. brutal. Charm only took me about ten hours into the game. I really I enjoyed, got further than I did. I really enjoyed Bravely Default. I think I like Bravely Second. I think I will too, but I don't think it'll touch Fire Emblem. No, no. Definitely not. Dan, how many hours did you put into uh, Bravely Default? Wasn't it over 80? 77. 77, because I put 70. Mm-hmm. So we're, How do we're you in... do that? <laughs> it's kind of easy when, like, for me, when I'm in between classes and, like, I have a two-hour break, so I just kind of sit in my car and... Pick up the 3DS. Yeah, play some 3DS and do stuff like that. But... Other than Fire Emblem, I've been playing NHL 16. Uh, a good amount again. Getting geared up for the playoffs, huh? Yeah, and I wanted to play my be a pro a little bit, trying to get drafted first overall. Oh yeah. Play for the Seattle Thunderbirds in the WHL. Which uh, what position did you make? Center playmaker. Uh, you gotta go offensive defenseman. Uh, Those are way more fun to play. See, I've you tried guys it all, all played. You guys all played offensive defenseman, so I wanted to do something different. Yeah, that's the most fun thing to play. Is goalie fun? I feel like no. goalie would be insane. Nope, not Probably fun. Awful. Not Probably fun. get lit up. Too much yeah. stress. You're right. Plus, you're risking the old eye poke in there too, and then that. Yeah, now watch out for that one. Well, uh, Mark Stahl's not playing in junior, so you're all right. <laughs> he might be if he keeps that shit up. <laughs> Send him back get down noted. to junior. Rendering your best player useless. Oh. That's the saddest moment I've ever Is had. Is Mark there. Stahl any good? Nah. Eh, he's alright. Okay. He's He was better. I don't know. He's just... I don't know. Rangers need to... Sorry, guys. I always, I always uh, had a theory that 
Henrik Lundqvist hated Mark Stahl. Now that's and, the case. It would have been like Tony Ludman putting a stick in Ryan Miller's eye. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Ludman. Spelled um, Lidman. I don't know. That's it for me, I guess. Okay. Shall we get into feedback? Yeah. It's just the one voicemail, correct? Voicemail? I think we got an email, too. Oh, did we? But I could just call uh, that up. We had a Facebook question. Oh, we that's did. right. We did. And it's actually one I was really excited about talking about. All right. Because I've been doing a lot of that. This is the email from Idaho Jake who says, Hey, guys, No Man's Sky is pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah, same here. I had to pre-order mine at some point, but that's definitely a pre-order worthy game for me. I would advise everyone else to wait on pre-ordering until you see reviews, but that's just how it goes. Uh, now question of the month. What is your food of choice after leaving the bar or for a hangover? Mine is we have a wonderful hometown diner called Depot Grill and the chicken fried steak with the two eggs, a side of bacon, and some wheat toast. Oh, mama. That sounds, sounds amazing. Awesome. I love chicken fried steak. I didn't eat dinner tonight, so <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yes, it does. My go-to was always, uh, nowadays, for the day after hangover, I always go to Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a diner back home called the Skylark that yep. was open 24 hours yep. uh, that I preferred to a Denny's. Skylark was nice, uh, shitty food. Yeah. But, like, better than Denny's, you know? It was real food. That's why. Yeah, real shitty food as opposed to fake shitty food. Right, right, right. Much yeah. creepier clientele. <laughs> Pe- yeah, which the pe- I always appreciate. The people that worked there were kind of creepy, too. A big time. <laughs> so, <laughs> those are the places I always went. Wasn't our old, uh,. A bus driver yes. from Newark Valley, a, like a dishwasher there or something? Yeah, I think he was the cook. Okay. Oh, God. Which, he was a creepy dude. He was dude. the cook, one of the bus drivers. Yeah. We heard stories about him. Yeah. I didn't want to He's, say uh, what those stories were because I didn't want to, you know, you can get in trouble for libel. Well, we haven't mentioned any names. Right. That's true. Heard he was a pedo. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. But man, did he make a good shitty omelet. <laughs> shitty omelet with shitty toast and shitty coffee. <laughs> shitty home fries. I always like uh, pizza the night of drinking. Well, pizza anytime, night of drinking. Um, it, you know, the bread absorbs stuff. Uh, it's greasy, so that helps the uh, alcohol kind of run through your system. Yeah. The next day, it's always it's always eggs for me. Some eggs, eggs. from eggs from anywhere. Doesn't matter where. Even home. Nice. Fat. Something with a lot of fat. F- fat, yeah. Cream cheese. Pizza. Cheese. I, I always just loved a greasy Wendy's bag. Yeah. You know? A good $10, $12 bag. Mm. Mm. That smell of those sloppy wet bags uh, themselves can <laughs> cure a hangover. <laughs> That's what just she said. Just pull up to the drive-thru. Can I just get a good whiff of one of them sloppy grease bags you're handing out? Sounds like a Taco Bell marketing uh, promotion. Yeah. I think so. Give them a call, Corey. Greasy bag. Grease, free greasy bags for hangovers. I like it. They need to embrace that. Yeah. They're a little too family friendly these days. How dare they? 
Yeah. Will, where do you go for your hangovers? Mm. I just make my egg whites with whole wheat toast and Greek yogurt and low-fat oatmeal. Little salt, little pepper. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, a glass of water. All right. Huh. Yeah? Nice. Well, I'm thinking about canceling my uh, collector's edition No Man's Sky just so that we can split it because I feel bad. That, no, don't don't do it because you feel bad. Well, don't. here's the thing: like, if I get the no, the collector's edition, I'm gonna look at that book once, and it's gonna sit here. Yeah. And then my wife's gonna yell at me <laughs> for getting shit, for, yeah. especially video game related shit. Why do you have a video game book here? She already wants to be some sort of minimalist. And... <laughs> Me bringing colorful artwork from video games into this house does not contribute to that. So, I never understood the minimalist thing until I had kids, and their freaking <laughs> toys are everywhere. And yeah. now I'm like, I kind of want to embrace some of the minimalist ideals. Yeah, uh, I could, I could see it to a point. Yeah, like not having anything on any surfaces, that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's one of the rules: is not to put anything on a surface. Leave them all that'd empty. Be, that'd be hard with things like mail, because I get the mail and I just throw it wherever. Yeah. I open it, like, days later. Yeah, we've got a mail slot, and it gets two weeks of shitty junk mail, and it's, like, yeah. overflowing, and then we go through it. All right. Moving Voice on. Voicemail? Moving on. Or did you want to do the Yeah, the we'll, we'll do the Facebook first, and then we'll do the voicemail. And that was from Johnny, correct? Oh, we got it. We we just got another uh, another one. So go ahead. Oh. Johnny's question. Go ahead with Johnny's question. Then we got one from Tito too. Yeah, Johnny I'll... wanted to know uh, which bands we've been jamming to lately. That's a good question. Will, do you want me to lead? Yeah. Um, I've been jamming a lot recently. Uh, a few of my favorite bands have recently put out new albums. Uh, one of them being The Word Alive, which I've talked to about on this podcast a long time ago. But they put out a new album. Another band called Asking Alexandria put out a new album with their new singer. Uh, I've been listening to those a lot. I've been listening to a pop-punk band called State Champs for like a year State now. Champs, I love that name. Eric, Good you might stuff. actually like them. They're from New I'm York. Probably. And they put out an album in October, and I've been listening to it like from then until now uh pop punk is like one of my favorite genres of music and it kind of died for a little bit but like recently there's been like a resurgence of a lot of pop punk bands and i think they are the best out of all of them pop punk never died in my heart definitely not well there was like a four-year stretch where like i was only listening to the stuff that came out in the early 2000s and whatnot because it's the stuff i heard you guys listen to so like it has a affinity in my heart because it brings me back. And now, like, these bands have all kind of, like, come out of nowhere playing pop punk. Nice. They just tour with the heavier bands, like, that I like because those record labels sign them. So. Cool. But, yeah, I, I highly recommend that State Champs record. It's amazing. What's it called? Put it into uh, our the... Put it into our, our kick message so I can remember because otherwise I okay. won't remember. It's called Around the World and Back. Done. I added it to my playlist. I Let would too, but my think. phone my phone died just now. So, 
I'll type it up right the now. The battery. I'll probably like it. You know what I started using? This is actually a good time to talk about this. Uh, is that Apple Music? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, a lot of my friends use that and love it. Yeah, you get a uh, three-month free trial, and I love it. It suggests like playlists based off of your your music preferences. So like if you like something, it asks you at the beginning to pick genres and bands that you like and stuff. Man, does it do a good job of putting playlists together for me. Does it? Oh, God, they're great. It'll suggest, like, intro to Green Day. I'm sorry. You you go, and I'll then I'll talk. You keep going with yours, and I'll I'll go more about that. With me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I listen. I still listen to like a day to remember and whatnot. It's all uh, a lot of those are the main stuff that I've been listening to, really, honestly. So you you can take it from here, Eric. Yes. So it suggests things like intro intro to said band. So. I've got, like, The Killers I've been listening to, um, Jimmy Eat World, who I actually really like. I had never really listened to them more than just a couple of the singles. Uh, They're pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Um, Blink-182, I listened to my entire drive home today. I listened to the the Blink-182 Deep Cuts playlist, which are not really deep cuts for, for us, but... I actually, Blink-182's more popular songs, like All the Small Things and, like, uh, What's My Age Again, are some of my least favorite yeah, blink one eighty two they're songs. average. Yeah. Yeah, they're not very good. Yeah. Um, but all their other stuff I love. They have never put an album out that I didn't love. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The Deftones I've oh, been yeah. listening to. They just put out an album, or are. Yeah. Yeah, they did. It came out the other day. Um, I've been listening to The White Stripes. They had a good intro to White Stripes uh, playlist on there, which was fantastic. They do one of my favorite songs ever. It's called Hello Operator. I highly recommend checking that one out. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I've been listening to Tallest Man on Earth, getting ready for uh, the live concert I'm going to with him. And, yeah, I've been driving a lot, so I've been listening to a lot of music. Do you just blare it? Oh God, yeah, as loud as I can <laughs> without fear of blowing out my speakers. I I was playing music and one of my friends said, "Oh yeah, like I drove by you the other day," and I was like, "Oh really?" And I was like, "Did you see me singing?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." Got like, to. I, I get really into it. Oh me too. I was jamming so hard to Blink One Eighty Two today. Mm-hmm. So see, hard. The, the weather like up here is starting to get better too, so you can have the windows down and just let everyone know. What you're oh listening. God, it was seventy and sunny on my drive home today. Nice. Uh-huh. The window was down. The Blink One Eighty Two was just a flowing out of the speakers. <laughs> it's fantastic. But I think yeah, that about covers it. Okay. What about you, Corey? What are you listening to? Podcasts mostly. No music, huh? No, I listen to. Um... Every week, Spotify gives me my Discover Weekly playlist, which they ba- they create based on the type of music that you listen to regularly. Uh, and it's like a good couple hours worth of songs. So I'll listen to that once a week, uh, find some gems here and there. But I, Frightened Rabbit is a band I've been big on for the last few years, and they just put out a new album on Tuesday. So I've been listening to listening to that quite a bit. It's pretty good. I don't know that any of you guys would like it, but... What kind of music is that? It's uh, it's like a modern arena rock almost. Um, they're Scottish, so they have a, a really cool cadence. I remember their, their singing. 
I remember uh, when like you would come home from when you lived in New York City, uh, yeah. and like you would play Frightened Rabbit when I was driving like you around after mm-hmm. podcasts and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. They're, they're this new newest album is uh, mixed really well. I think there's a lot of different layers in the tracks. I think I don't know. I really like it, but again, I don't know that any of you guys would be into it. But that's what I've been listening to anyway. Okay. I actually usually listen to the radio. Uh, I've got about a eh, 25-minute drive. Well, uh, I have a station that I kind of like. Generally, it's 100.5 The Drive, which oh, is our, yeah, that's our, what I listen our to. local alternative and indie rock, which for a long time I really liked. Uh, some of the current songs they are playing on it, however, are awful. Going um, down the shitter, Dan? Yeah, uh, yeah. I just feel like the, the batch of music that's that's recent is not very good. Um uh, but they'll still play, like, you know, Green Day is on fairly regularly on there. They'll play some Link-182 songs, Weezer, stuff like that. Um, Did anybody but, check out new the new Weezer album? No. I heard they released it not that long ago, the White Album. Yes. But I haven't listened to it. I got about four songs in before I said, this is garbage. <laughs> okay. Oof. Wasn't the one before that really good? No. Nothing's been good from that band since the Green Album. I think the the one before it got reviewed really well, actually. Okay, but critically, I didn't like it. maybe my my standards for Weezer are just way too, <laughs> too high. high. They'll uh, never reach that again. But yeah, hundred point five the drive. Like whenever they play Dave Matthews Band, I just want to like jump out of a moving vehicle. Dan, he is from my hometown. You bite your tongue. <sighs> Dave Matthews? I hate. He's from Charlottesville. Dave Matthews Band. I thought he was South African. Well, he was born in South Africa. Oh, he owns things here. Mm. Um, but I, I, I put a CD in because I, you know, when there's a bad song on, I don't want to listen to it and I'm not going to, there's no other good stations around here. So, um, I put in, uh, Anamani Gucci's endless fantasy. Oh and, God, that's so good. And listen to some chip tunes, uh, while I'm you taking my son to school. You can't be in a bad mood when you listen to endless fantasy. No, it's so upbeat. Um, so I've been listening if to If I that. was, if I was ever feeling shitty about heading to work. I would turn that on on yeah. my way to work, and I'd be feeling great by the time I got there. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, but I've had, a, speaking of Weezer, I've had an intense craving to listen to Pinkerton, like like you would not believe. Well, it's a, it's one of the best albums of all That's time. That's my favorite Weezer album by far. Um, but well, mine's the Blue album, but I okay. can definitely appreciate that. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just my wife has it, and I keep meaning to get it out of her her car. I just never think about it because I like I've kind of like I I'm, I'm annoyed by uh, CDs and I've got like a ton of CDs and it's just a pain in the ass. Like even my new car has a six disc CD changer and that's that's even a pain in the balls. Um, so I figured out a way that I can add the add my songs to my Google Play library. I didn't know you could do. You just download uh, a, an extension for Chrome. And it adds it all to your library, so then I can put it on my phone or one of my tablets and have all my music on there. Because uh, I don't like to stream because we have a low amount of data for our data plan. Um, so do you do you not have an auxiliary cord, Dan? I do. Just plug it into your speaker, Dan. What no, do that's have to that's what, it? that's what I'm, I don't want to stream it because I don't have a oh, lot of data. Gotcha. No, I've I, I, I've got the Bluetooth. I've got the auxiliary. It's it's not a problem of connecting my phone to my car. It's it's uh, having to stream the music over data. 
I forget I'm the weird one that has like the 7,000 songs in my iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I got quite a few myself. That Apple Music is great. Well, you should try it. I should use it because I never did my free trial. So. Three months. This is the only problem with driving with music is when I want to change the song. There, I run the slight risk of being pulled over for being accused of texting and driving. Yeah. I actually yeah. I I have uh an old so. tablet that I want to turn into like a um like a music player kind of. I want I, I want them cuz they do the widgets for Android. So I want like a big widget that stays on all the time cuz I have a the power cord so I can plug it in or put all my music on my mm-hmm. tablet like hang it on my dashboard somewhere and just have that be my music control thing, you know. Or podcasts or whatever, what have you. That's a good idea. Yeah. But I don't think there is such a thing app-wise. If I wasn't stupid, I would learn how to make one myself, but it's a pain in the nuts, you know? So There's much smarter people to do that for us. Yeah, I'll just request someone make it, maybe on Reddit or something. Have someone that knows what they're doing. Or at least an idea on how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we continue with feedback? Yeah. All sure. right. Uh, this one's from Tito, who says, so I saw that the Battleborn beta was free, so I tried it uh, with my cousin on Xbox One. Man, oh, man, I am enjoying my time with that game. Really, really cool stuff. I've only tried a couple of characters, but they're really fun, and the humor is pretty good. The game feels pretty polished so far, besides a couple of annoying things, like when teammates or minions block your view. But the design of the game is really nice, and I enjoy all the customizations and gear you can get and the loadouts you can create for your characters. I completed one story mission and did a lot of PvP games. My favorite character so far is Marquis, a sophisticated bowler hat wearing robot whose pistol extends into a sniper when looking down sight. Uh, then collapses back into a pistol when hip firing. Definitely going to buy the game now. Probably going to get it for Xbox One unless I know a number of pe- people that will play it on PC. If anyone is getting it for PC, I should mention that CD Keys has Battleborn uh, PC plus DLC for $32. I bought three games on cdkeys.com and haven't had any problems so far. Last purchase was Rise of the Tomb Raider for around $36. They even have deals for the consoles, but not as many as they do for PC. They have a lot of great deals for recent games or games about to come out, which makes it the go-to site for me when doing new purchases. You get games at better prices than any other site. Uh, Question of the month. Not that it's my favorite, but it's the only retro game I can think of that most people don't know about. Bugs Bunny Birthday Blowout for NES. Yeah. I never played, I played that, one. that one. What's it all about? Nice. I don't remember, but okay. I remember playing it. Okay. Nice. Oh, uh, uh, actually, remember my answer for that was Dick Tracy. Yeah. Valerie, Valerie in uh, is Iowa. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She messaged me on Twitter and said that she also played that game. Oh, cool. She remembered that one. Nice. Uh, yeah, CD Keys has, has had some good prices. I've not been happy with Green Man Gaming's prices lately. Uh, the last game I got that I thought was a good price was, uh, or that I thought was a good price was, um, Far Cry Primal I got for 36 Um, but yeah, their price has not been very good. Uh, I think the lowest I got for Dark Souls was like 50 Um, I got mine from Games Planet, I think, my, my Dark Souls 3 for, it was 45 um, so yes, definitely keep CD keys in your in your repertoire. I'll, I bought I'll check a that one out. Uh, Xbox Live year subscription from them. Oh, cool! How much of a discount was it? Do you remember? I think it was uh, thirty or forty bucks. Okay, as opposed to 
50? 60. 60? I don't know. Okay. But uh, uh, it was a little sketchy. I'm not going to lie. Right. I thought I got taken there for a few minutes. Okay. Did it take a while to process? Yeah. And my my bank flagged it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happened to me with Green Man Gaming, too, because it's a site based in the U.K., uh, and they it, it gets flagged as gambling because of gaming. Mm. So they think it's like an online gambling thing. So I just ended up using PayPal after that. It's a pain in the pain in the butt is what it is. Oh, yeah. Pain so. in the balls. Okay. Oh, uh, Bugs Bunny. That game was awesome. <laughs> oh, did Corey bring it up in the chat? Yeah, that game was great. Nice. All right, and we had a voicemail, which I will play now, I think. Oh, shit. Screw the Islanders. Great call. Uh, What's wrong with the Islanders? They're winning. (laughs) It ain't over. I know. Luongo's look kind of bad. Yeah. (laughs) Eric's not surprised. Montoya. All right, I think here we go. Hey, what's up, fellas? It's Ryan in Iowa. I, uh, sorry for my absence. Uh, I thought I'd send you this voicemail and comment about some Quantum Break. Uh, this was one of my most anticipated games of the year, and I definitely could rant and rave about it. Uh, I did, actually, to slight plug for my podcast that I started with my buddy Randy. Uh, you can find us at Convoluted Cube on iTunes or uh, Facebook. But I I go into depth, and it's pretty positive for the most part. Hopefully, Eric and whoever else played it, I, I know Eric played it, it sounded like, on the Xbox One. Hopefully, you found it positive. I The, the PC people, if you guys tried it, man, that, that really sucks for the frame rate problems and all that bullshit. I, I was really hoping another game would not pull the Assassin's Creed Unity and uh, be dog shit like that at launch. Or or I guess maybe we should say Street Fighter because um, that was just a travesty and a half. But anyways, no, Quantum Break I really liked. There were some things I was a little negative about, but I really liked the junction parts and um, oh, the... The live action, I thought, was really good and really well acted, and I liked the differences, and it really is going to cause me to probably go back and play it, uh, you know, maybe sometime in the summer. Uh, I'm not going to pick it up tomorrow and redo it, so uh, I go into a lot more detail, like I said, on our podcast. Uh, Hopefully, you guys were positive about it. I I know Eric made it sound like he was just a little ho-hum about it when he played the, the first act, but I think it really picks up, and I really like the the depth of the story, and uh, it gets real complicated and convoluted, but all obviously all time travel stories kind of <laughs> end up that way. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been super busy, and, man, I wish I had more time to play games these days because now I started coaching again, and uh, Valerie and I uh, are getting... Wedding stuff ramped up, oh boy. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully I can bang out a few more uh, games. And, um, yeah, if any of the new listeners, or hopefully Corey, 
since it sounds like he's back in the swing of uh, rocking a lot more podcasts, wants to check out my podcast that uh, was, that, you know, inspired by you guys. Uh, it's Convoluted Cube, all one word in iTunes, or you can find us on uh, Facebook. Uh, I know you guys aren't big UFC fans or anything. You, like, dabble from time to time. But uh, we just started a UFC podcast, and uh, I know Idaho Jake uh, listened to it and liked it. So uh, thanks to him and anybody else that wants to join us over there. That would be awesome. So, uh, yeah, this is Ryan and Iowa. Uh, thanks again for the promo, and uh, I'll talk to you guys uh, hopefully real soon. See ya. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan with good the to, shameless plugs. Good to hear from me again, Ryan. Couple, three or four. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we we have Eric and Eric specifically wasn't very high on uh, on uh, Quantum Break. Uh, I'm shocked we, that he found it, the acting good. I honestly can't believe that. It's as, so, as somebody like I feel like Ryan watches a fair amount of TV, from what it seems like. Right. I'm surprised he he found that good. Yeah. Can I watch just the episodes somewhere? I'm sure you can, but please don't put yourself through. <laughs> I'm that. sure they're on the YouTubes. Just give it a give it an episode, Corey. Mm. It won't mean anything to you though. Like you, you're just gonna be like, <laughs> maybe it'll be better. <laughs> maybe get good and drunk first. There you go. Might be great. You're just gonna be confused more than anything. Yeah. Eric's just a quantum break hater. How would I search that? Like quantum break. Episode one. Episode. I'm All just interested if one it's... through four. Oh, there you go. There's See. only four. Thank no. God. No, that's impossible. It's got to be more than four. It's one, maybe just in this one person's acts. playthrough. That letter signed sincerely, your local terrorist, Jack Joyce. It's not a terrorist. You can say it. It's pretty awesome. There are only four. It's shit. Ringtone continues. Socks. Mr. Hatch, perfect timing. Me and Brenner, we just dug up some major dirt on uh, you know what this, you know our what it, news director over at WZWY. You know what it Corey, sounds it like? might as well be you in that. It, you know what it sounds like when you're reading that is when they did the live read of uh, Michael Scott's uh, <laughs> movie. Threat Level Midnight. <laughs> Michael Scarn. Yep. That's what it sounded like you were reading just now. <laughs> I've done plenty of table reads, Dan. It's good stuff. It's true, you have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's it for feedback, right? I don't believe we got anything else. Let me double check. Uh, All right. Yeah, that's it for feedback. Um Man, you got something downloading? I did. Um, I'm sure. These freaking laptops download whenever they want to. Am I breaking up pretty bad? You were for me. I don't know about the other guys. Okay. Yeah, you're cutting out. You're better now, though. Yeah. Yeah, you never can tell, like, because these things basically don't go on during the week. I, I usually like to start them up, like, midday on podcast day, but if I don't, they download, like, whenever they want. I try to get them to download before, but they don't always... They don't always cooperate, you know. Um, so, yeah, any other thoughts, questions, comments? No, start... I, 
I think that's it, Daniel. Yeah, Dark Souls next week. Uh, we're going to do some after-the-credits talk of our experience kind of so far um, with a full episode, obviously, next week and getting more in-depth into the nitty-gritty of Dark Souls 3. So, uh, yeah, that'll do it for episode 247 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Cold start it. Yeah, cold start. Uh, yeah, so Dark Souls three. Uh, well, let's get into the first area because you know we all we all played that part. Um, one of the things I thought was interesting, I read in a message board or comment section of of an article about Dark Souls, and someone was saying, "Man, there's an awful lot of blood stains in the first area. You people are going to have a lot of trouble." Once you, uh, once you advance and I'm like, yeah, cause those, a lot of those guys in the beginning here, I think all of them died with one hit. Um, mm. so if you died in that first era before you got to the boss, uh, you're probably going to have a bad time playing dark souls. Yeah. <laughs> cause that part was pretty easy. Did you guys fight? Easy. Did you guys fight the ice monster? I tried. Uh, I saw him and I turned around and ran. Okay. Yeah. Cause I fought him and killed him. Did first, you really? Oh yeah. Right off the bat? No, I I got a hand of a hand of the game first. Uh, I got because I I was I was pressing the wrong buttons because I I played Hyperlight Drifter right beforehand, mm. so I was used to dodge with what is that X or A or something. Yeah. Uh, so it took me a little while to get used to B, and then the attacks being the triggers and blocks. But once once I got a handle of that, then I went and took him down, and he did kill me like two or three times. But I did I did end up killing him. What level would you say you were? Probably 11 or 12, maybe. Oh, I, wow. Okay. You can't, whatever you start at, you can't level up until you get to the first bonfire. Yeah. Or no, until you get past the first boss into the... the big bonfire. The big bonfire, yeah. So. To Firelink. Oh. Yes, to yeah. Firelink. So how hard was the ice monster? Not too bad. Once you figure, I mean, like like a lot of the other things in the game, once you figure out the pattern. And again, uh, I have a problem with over-attacking when I get the opportunity and I, I waste all my endurance, especially then when I had heavier armor. I could only attack like twice before I needed to back out. You should uh, just uh, play into it and dual wield. Well, I started... I started now. I'm like lightly armored. I have a sword that I use two-handed on bigger enemies, and one-handed with a shield for smaller, faster enemies, so I can block their attacks. Because I had a lot of trouble with those little, uh, those thralls. Is that what they're called? Those little guys. Oh, with the they're the really fast. Yeah, the really fast little guys. I had a lot of trouble with those. So once I started using the shield and blocking their attacks and. And parrying, I had a lot easier of a time with them. Mm-hmm. But big enemies, I take I take down with. I I try to do the dodge thing. I don't do a lot of blocking if I don't have to. Um, so I use one sword, two handed. 
and uh, light armor so I can move. Like stick, a samurai. Stick and move. That's, wow. my, that's my strategy. Yeah, I pretty much just roll straight with the, the spear and the uh, shield. Mm-hmm. Heavy I armor. I usually ever use the... Uh... No. I don't think he wears heavy armor. The herald. Do you know, Corey? Uh, start with it's a, like a medium. Medium armor. That's what the mercenary started with. Um, and then I switched recently to light lighter armor, so I could, like I said, move, dodge more, yeah. and attack more. It helps your um, roll speed, but you still can't like be too aggressive, and that's my that's my biggest uh, Achilles heel with Dark Souls is is being too aggressive. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the first boss? Well, I think I it took me four tries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he wasn't really that hard. No. Like, the first few tries, I got him down to about a third health. Mm-hmm. When he transforms. And, yeah, and then I just got my ass thoroughly kicked. Yeah. Um, but what I ended up doing was just staying real close. Yep. And rolling around. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And just started doing a lot of backstabs. And, uh, yeah. But I... I I thought it was cool that there was a boss like right there, right there, yeah. yeah. And you there have you to, go. you have to take him yourself too. You can't summon anyone at that point either. Oh right? yeah, that's true. So that's, that's why it was the most difficult boss fight for me so far in the game. Was yeah. that first one? That's the only boss I fought. I did the first and second bosses solo. Um, the third one I didn't. I don't think I could beat that one myself. The big tree, Corey. Oh yeah, that was that was the second hardest for me. Okay, for sure. Did you do the crystal one? I've only done three bosses so far. Yo. Dan Paulson texted me Uh uh, and asked me if I had gotten past there. Um, He beat that, the first boss on the first try. Oh, really? That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I could see those bloodstains, though, Dan, going back to that point, because if you never play it, Dark Souls, you're going to have... You're gonna have a hard time. Yeah, but I can't imagine. Oh, God, yeah. <clears throat> I can't imagine like going into the Souls series for the first time and starting with with Dark Souls three because I feel like Dark Souls two had a lot more uh, mm-hmm. gradual of a start. Yeah. Than, than, well, than if you three. went the right way, that's true. Because I did. I spent a lot of time going the wrong way until Eric told me, "No, go this way." Um, yeah, because I started the wrong way too. Yeah, that was it. Was difficult that way. Uh, but yeah, going into your like first boss fight, you know, if if you had trouble killing those uh those one hit what zombies there. I don't know. I feel like you I mean those things were, were fodder. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to build your soul amount. Well, I also I also used it as an opportunity to refresh oh, skills, sure. you know. Yep, that's what I did a little bit and played with them a little bit and get your feel going. Yeah. That's what I did too, because as I said, I kept uh, even uh, up until probably about two hours ago, I would occasionally hit the wrong button because I don't have the Dark Souls muscle memory down yet. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, Hyperlight Drifter muscle memory down, which is now, different. I don't know what happens with this this animal or beast, so don't say anything if something does happen with it. But uh, I'm assuming you both saw the dragon wake up. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I started going up those stairs, and all of a sudden, the fucking dragon just wakes up and kills everything. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, man, that was great. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, but yeah, it. that's as far as I got with the dragon. It's one of those things that, and I just experienced this today, it, it, like you'll see it, but it won't come into play again for a while. And I don't know if this is the case with the dragon. I haven't gotten that far yet, but yeah, like you'll see like it. Like pursuer? Yeah, a little bit. You'll see it and like uh, it won't mean anything for a while. And then, it, and then you come back to, you know, or you're, you keep exploring and you'll find out the source of whatever, you know, whatever's going on and you right. know, find a way to correct it. And then you make it, make it easier for you to go through that area again, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, so I got to a bonfire. Um, Where the hell is it? It's up. It's near the dragon. I think it's up above the dragon. Okay. There's a platform there. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. You can go off to the left or, like, straight, maybe. I don't know. There's a stairway down to the left, and then there's one, like, straight ahead. Yeah. Okay. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Nice. There's some hard stuff over there. Yeah, I've only died once, mm. other than the boss fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was because I, I was... Uh, there was probably, I don't know, three or four guys. It wasn't the ones that I could see that were killing me. Yeah. I was getting uh, fire tossed at me. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize the guy was above me. Yep. I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah, so I died there. Um, I haven't lost any souls yet, though, which has been nice. Uh, I think I'm level 14. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was the only time I died, and it wasn't. I wasn't having trouble really. I just didn't know where the fire was coming from. Yeah. So. Dark Souls has a way of uh, surprising you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At least expect it. Although the notes on the ground are good. Uh, I love that you get, so much. Yeah, pay attention to those. Sometimes they're pulling your leg, but a lot of times oh, they'll I warn you of an ambush. I don't know if you remember when we talked about Bloodborne, uh, when the guy left the note about something being in the corner and I got stuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he led you into bu- into a bugged area. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't the only one. I looked yeah. it up. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> that's not that's cool. A, so good. That's a fucking dick move. It is that a dick really move. Is. Absolutely. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the notes. So I'll ask you guys. Right next to where that bonfire is, there's a wall there, and somebody left a note saying there's a hidden path. Yeah, I didn't. I find don't know it. how to get through there. I didn't find it. It was raided like fifteen hundred times. If it's the same one I'm thinking of, Eric, I looked it up, and it's a troll. God damn it! It's a, but because it's probably it's down be- like a down like a corridor. No, no, it's right next to a bonfire. Um, I'm thinking of a different one then. The last bonfire I was at, it's up above the dragon. I know which one you're talking about, Corey. Right after you get done fighting the giant fat knight with the spear. Mm. And someone says there's a hidden passage off to the left of some stairs. Yeah, I can't remember now. Yeah, I can't remember. (sighs) Is there a certain way to break through the walls? Yeah, you just attack them. Okay, so I did that. Just hit him with your weapon. Bunch of jerks. I end up buying the the collector's guide at some point, usually. So, I will. Yeah, that. you'll know for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I like. It's one of those games when I'm not playing it. Like I'm thinking about, okay, how can I improve my technique? Or, uh, oh, I did. I forgot. I didn't go go through this area, so I'll have to go back yeah. and check that out. 
or in my case right now, I'm thinking about uh, the plan of attack to go retrieve my soul so they don't disappear. Mm. <clears throat> I haven't had any oh, major losses yet. No, I've only lost like a thousand or fifteen hundred so far. Um, I've been pretty careful. Not like Dark Souls Two. I had a few heavy losses, which was frustrating. Bloodborne was my worst loss of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, that thirty, the thirty thousand. Because you know, I never beat these games, so that was right. I don't get to the point where I'm carrying, you know, a super large amount. But the thirty thousand was a that was a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Uh, do you think Bloodborne is, is easier than Dark Souls 3? Did you think that, Eric? You played a lot more than I did. Uh, I don't know if I'm far enough to, into In Dark, Dark Souls, Souls. Okay. right now to, to be able to say, because yeah. like I said, I haven't really had much trouble yeah. in Dark Souls 3 yet, but I'm also not very far. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I have a better answer for you later on. Initially, like, uh... I thought at least the beginning of Bloodborne was was relatively easy. Um, I beat one the, the the I think I beat the first two bosses, and one of them I only died once, and one of them I didn't die at all. Um, yeah, but same a, here. a lot of people said it's it, part of it is because uh, healing is a little bit easier. Um, it also is, uh, and as I said, I only played about five or six hours of Bloodborne. I don't know what late game is like, but uh, it's a little closer to standard action games because of. Uh, you can attack a lot faster. Yeah. You can be more aggressive. I, I think, just off the top of my head, that Bloodborne was easier. Okay. I just wondered, because as I said, I didn't get very far in Bloodborne. I was able to do a lot more on my own in Bloodborne than in Dark Souls 3. Right. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I didn't find I... that Dark Souls 2 was super hard either, and not nearly as hard as Dark Souls 1. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I, I got to a point where I couldn't advance in Dark Souls 1 anymore. Yeah, I mean, I had my difficulties in Dark Souls 2, but the last boss I left off at was, uh, it was actually three bosses. Oh, yeah. I think it was like... Three guys with the spears? About? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's where I left off. I spent, I bet you I died 30 times trying to solo those fuckers. <laughs> Man. Finally, because I was... I was in a situation where I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get myself back to normal so that I could summon. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how that happened or maybe I hadn't figured it out yet, but yeah, it took me a long time to finally, I soloed those guys, but I got to the point where, cause in that one in dark souls two, if you killed enemies enough times, they wouldn't come back. Yep. Yes. I, don't, I don't know if that's the case in Dark Souls Three or not, but I don't no, believe so. It's not. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was. I, I had an easy run getting there because there was nobody, nobody around. That's how right. much I had to go back and do that. Yeah, like you said, Dan, in Bloodborne, I I beat the first boss on the second try and the second boss on the first try. Yeah, I think that's how but I then did the it too. Blood Star Beast just. <laughs> Had me by the nutsack for the longest time. I'm glad I didn't have to fight him because Will's uh, PlayStation wasn't connected to the internet at that point. He had let his uh, PSN uh, lapse, so I wouldn't have been able to call in any help anyway. So I'm kind of glad I didn't get very far in it because I would have had to solo everything. I mean, I I know people that beat him. By themselves, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just could not do it. Yeah. I always like to make, always like to make the stab though, you know. 
Oh, I made that stab so many times. I'd get myself pumped up every time. And then I'd go in there and just lay a turd. <laughs> I can still picture his attacks in my head. Yeah. That's how much of an impression it left on you. You really did. This is a really cool boss, too. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's going to get harder, obviously. Yeah. But how have the bosses been? Pretty tough? or Not too bad. Um, even, like, the third boss, uh, which we talked about, I won't get into what it is, but even that, I think with enough patience, I could probably beat by myself. The problem is, is I don't have patience. I, again, get too aggressive. Get I think I'm too trouble. patient when I play Dark Souls. Okay. Yeah, yeah, keep your distance a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then they end up usually doing some sort of crazy attack from... From afar. Like the knight who just fucking launch himself at you. Yeah. But... Yep. Yeah, it's great. I can't wait. It's first thing tomorrow morning. I'm going to make breakfast. And then I'm going to play Dark Souls till Alex is ready. And then, uh... Yeah. It's going to be a good day. Nice. Is Alex into Dark Souls? Oh, yeah. He's a big Dark Souls fan. Nice. Yep. He's actually the one that lent me the Dark Souls 1 guide. Oh, okay. By the way, I just looked up the Dark Souls 3 guide on Amazon. It's got piss poor reviews. Mm. Oh, really? Said it was like a rushed out mess. Ah. So maybe I won't be getting it. (laughs) Yeah, just go to the wiki. Yeah. Well, I like to have the yeah the it's actual like guy. Sky. Like I have the the collector's edition. It's like a nice hardcover. Yep. But just because I love those games so much. Yep. But, and it I owe it all to Corey. I would have never played these games if he hadn't mentioned that first one. Yeah. I'm, Remember I'm... how much he liked that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God, you you were singing the praises of that game. Game of the year. Yeah. You're probably right. I didn't even know it. What year did 2011? Yeah, what year was that? I think it came I out in 2011. Have no idea. I wonder what we picked. So our first year. I don't think we really. It wasn't formal at that point. Oh. Because we we had only done, yeah. like four months of the podcast or five months, however long it was. You're right. You're right. But. All right. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Uh, we talked about it at the end of the episode, but we will be doing Dark Souls 3 full episode next week on Wednesday. Um, we'll get more into depth. Uh, hopefully I've all played more. I would love to have it beaten by next week too, Corey. I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. I wish it I wish it would, but I don't think so. Two weeks I'll have it beaten though. Two weeks. I hope so. Bless your heart. <laughs> Glut- <laughs> glutton for punishment. Glutton for punishment. All I really have is Friday and Tuesday. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like tomorrow night, you mean? Yep. Like I said, the Predators are on, so I won't be playing. So have at it. Groovy. And who knows when the game's going to get over. Because it starts at 1030. If it goes into overtime, single overtime, double overtime, it might not get over until 2. So, and I'll Who are be, they playing, Dan? Anaheim. I'll be shit-faced because I can't handle the stress. <laughs> I don't have a good feeling. I'm not. I'm going in expecting a, a, a loss, so yeah, whatever. You know? All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week, right? Yep. 
Later.